day, and welcome to another edition. That's right, it's we, it's we, it's that triple T with a B to the turnbuckle, presented by Snapmare and Bridge Nation Production. It's a joint production, and uh, did, you, did you like that? Did you yeah, like, that was did, pretty good. Uh, did you like that? It just, just came off the old noggin. It just, huh? just, it just, it was. Actually, I got to tell you, I thought about it getting out of the shower. Okay. Truthfully. That's where all the good yeah. ideas come from. Yeah. Truthfully, as I was standing there, Starkville, Mississippi, uh, <laughs> got out of school work because we got to keep it professional here. <laughs> standing there, Starkville, Mississippi, and I went, what if I, what if I went? It's we, it's we, it's that triple T with a B. Yes, that's right, to the turnbuckle. Before we get into all the fallout that, that continues from the media scrum from hell, i uh, got to introduce <laughs> these two characters with me. Of course, I'll start with a man that has been humbled. Um, well, let's be honest, there's a conspiracy against you. Yeah. There's been an absolute conspiracy against this man, but that's all right. He is determined to get back what is rightfully his. He is the heart and soul of Russell Fit. He is the man that puts the produce and producer because you haven't earned that title yet. Sorry. <laughs> That's a bunch of bull honky. I do the intros and decide the titles around here. This Sorry. this is egregious. This is to the turnbuckle. This ain't a live broadcast. I get to do the whole thing here. Yeah. He's gotten so used to all the power. All the power? Yeah, he's gotten so used to it. Anyhow, all the running around doing everything, that's power? It's because, look. It's only because you can. Yeah, I was, Yeah, that's wild, really. So so, so go ahead and just, just, just pipe down for a second. I'm going to humble somebody. Yeah, walkie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> normie. <laughs> Anywho, the man sitting next to me drinking a nice cup of coffee. I know yeah. you're not in the best of moods today, but you still are the cream of the crop in my book. I'm talking about Travis Hot Wheels Napper, a.k.a. Lawrence Future Hubby. How are you, buddy? Talk to me. I have a bone to pick. Bone to pick. Tell I have us. a bone to pick with one Superman Onyx. Told you. I, I, I had a hot You know dog. what? Maybe you were right. I told I, I told everybody he was a hot dog and a showman. <sighs> and now he's a thief. The man stole what was rightfully mine out from underneath me. And stole the WrestleFit Championship from me. And awarded it to somebody else. That's not how that works. You gotta be beaten. I, that's what I thought. To be the man, you gotta yeah, beat you the gotta man. beat the man. Yeah. I was not beaten. I was up for two days. Oh. Two days. We all saw it. You know, we had video proof. I I responded. Yes. You talk, and about, they took the belt from me. You talk about a miscarriage of justice, a conspiracy. What is going on? Absolutely at, egregious. Wrestle fit. Uh, it's just you know, sickening. Sickening. It does feel weird, though. I will say that. It feels so weird not having that belt. <laughs> Is there any part of you that's like, at least I don't have to look after it anymore? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're like, oh, God, I dropped it. Exactly. Me and my clumsy butt. Yeah. Well, speaking of clumsy butts, let's talk about the man with the tightest tush in the room. Wow. Wow. That's... I mean, that's pretty accurate after what you yeah. called me earlier. Yeah. I was shocked and appalled at your feelings towards your graphic. I am sorry. I was shocked and appalled at your language. I don't know. I don't know that I was appalled by it. I enjoyed it. I was shocked, but I wasn't appalled. Anywho, it's just never used that. I just. I. I mean, we're going school rules. I had to get all that stuff right. out. Anywho, the man that will show you on a hot summer day what it's like to be a cork soaker. I'm talking about the man that 
gets more pushes than any shopping cart you've ever seen. I'm talking about the man whose Tinder profile is currently blowing up as we speak. You can find him on Tinder. You can find him on Bumble. And ladies and gentlemen, when when you find him on those, you be prepared for a big-time rumble. I'm talking about... My favorite minister and yours, Jason Mac Daddy McCarthy. How the hell was that intro, brother? That, that was great. <laughs> I just wish we had more of a female audience, but we'll get there eventually, probably, maybe. I don't know, but I'm doing all right. Look, look, there's, there's, it's, it's about right. They can always listen in the archive. That's fair. That is fair. Call to us. Did you beat anybody for your championship? Yes. Who'd you beat? Andrew. How? I just did. What do you mean? I just what do you did. mean you I was just, just did? that awesome. Via pinfall? Submission? Or submission. Or was this... We did laps. Or, I, I, I won I won the race. You won the race? Yeah. Damn, he's slow. Wow. Screw you. I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm fast I, in my I, 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 that's, I mean, at least say something believable. It's, I'm it, on wheels, damn it. It's true. <laughs> what do you mean it's believable? <laughs> I was... So, like, if it's a hill, I win... Easily. I have never been more jealous of your chair than we were walking around the Arnold. I hated you. I know. I, I didn't know it's you were in the chair. Video. I, ha- I, I hated you, and and I did... In that, sorry, pain brings it out. I'm like, my feet freaking hurt. Yeah, that, was a, that was a mistake. We definitely fixed that pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, we did. Uh, no, because I was like... It got to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I can do this all weekend. Yeah, that, that was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Doom. This happens all weekend. We, I am <laughs> rude loose. Anywho, 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 speaking of screw looses, today's episode is titled, have you seen the title? I have not seen Well, it. way to go. It's titled, Leaving Us in Suspension. Travis, to your left. Stop going to the right. Leaving Us in Suspension. That's right. Why is it called that? Because everybody involved in everybody involved. I know. I was everybody involved in the media scrum is suspended. That we know of. We were we're everyone but CM Punk is definitely suspended. We don't know CM Punk's status. I'm going to give you the too long didn't read version of what everybody on this panel thinks should happen to CM Punk. I believe that he should keep his job but be suspended because he made the company look bad. But overall, I think he said what needed to be said. Napper thinks he should be lit on fire and b- burned and, you know, his, his fat sold for soap, essentially. I'd be okay with that. Uh, but essentially fired. But overall, yeah, he thinks his, he should be boiled in oil and his fat sold for soap. McCarthy over here would be completely understanding of the fact that, he, that he's fired and probably should be, but he's only called for a suspension. Boys, did I get the too long, didn't read version okay? A little bit. I think so. I think you nailed it. Uh, so, so we don't know CM Punk's status entirely as far as what his current employment status with all elite. We used to be friends wrestling. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, so, Tony Khan, you know, we're, we're going to, Talk a little bit more in depth about what this means for the world title later on the show. But Tony Khan stripped CM Punk and the Elite of their championships. Comes on uh, what looked to be a pre-taped video to me on Wednesday on Dynamite. Which, might I interject, I think was a very good decision. Yes. By, he's he's yeah. not a live crowd guy. Well, he's not bad. What, what was the right decision? 
to do a pre-tape. Yep. Do what pre-tape? This announcement of stripping the championships. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of go- heading out to the crowd. Because he's just, it's just not his thing. He's not good at it. Yeah, he's not a line he, he's, he's all right when he comes out and he's like thanking everybody for being there yeah. and stuff like that. But that's because he's excited about it. He's it's, not. This type of decision did not need to be live. Well, it's similar to, he's, he's similar to Dixie Carter in that way. Dixie Carter was a sweetheart and would come out and thank the fans and that would be fine. But when she started to play a quote unquote character, it got really cringeworthy. I think that's why he uh, doesn't want to do it. Um, but. So we know that everybody involved in the scrum is at least suspended. CM Punk's status is, is a little up in the air. I want your take, not your opinion on what it should be. I want your take on what is the status of CM Punk in AEW. Do you believe that he is suspended? Uh, obviously, he has a tricep injury that he had had surgery on that he'll be out, uh, I believe, eight months is the likelihood Six if everything goes real well, but, but mm-hmm. prob- probably eight. Um, With his age, yeah, prob- probably eight. Um, probably. So Napper, I'll start with you. I want your take on what you think the status of CM Punk is. Is he suspended? Is he fired? Is he going to get fired as soon as he's healthy? What's your take? You have the floor. I, I do think he's going to get fired when he's healthy. I think that's why we haven't heard anything is because they're waiting to see when he's going to be back. They don't want to fire him before he's healthy, before he's healed up from his injury. You know, because Tony Khan has never been that kind of guy. No matter how much things have completely spiraled downhill, I don't think Tony Khan wants to be that kind of guy. I don't think he wants to fire him with him being on the shelf from an injury especially if it happened somewhat during that scrum. I know the report is that it came out uh, that he got injured in the match. We still don't really know if that's, like, official, but it is. It is was it? in the tope. Early on when he did a tope, it's been okay. watched I, back by thousands of people at this point, probably. Okay. But, yeah, I, I think for right now, my, my feeling is that it's – it's going to happen after he's healthy. Okay. Uh, Marissa, thank you for watching. Hello. Hope you are well. Uh, mm. I- any thoughts on the CM Punk drama? Uh, there's a lot of it. Uh, Mr. McCarthy, I'll go to you. We've just heard Napper's take on what CM Punk's status is. What is your take? Is he suspended? Is he fired? Is he going to get fired when he's well? What say you? You're, no one... No one is a bigger studier of the psyche of Tony Khan on this show than you and how he kind of works. We, I think so, we so just give, give me your thoughts. We just think similarly about how pro wrestling should be and how companies should be run. I think mm-hmm. it's not really like research or anything. I just, I think, I think we'd get along really well. And even if he wasn't Tony Khan and we just randomly ran into each other at the bar, I think me and, and him would get along just fine. Okay, because we have that same type of personality. I don't think you two are meeting at a bar. I'm, I said if he wasn't Tony Khan. Did you not hear that part? I, I missed it. I know, CM Punk is probably driving him to drink. It's, <laughs> Tony Tony Khan drinks. It's fine. Yeah, but he doesn't seem like the bar kind of guy. I'm Until sure when he Punk. went to Until college. He and, That's correct. Um, wait, what? Oh yeah, okay, okay. So what is so, his take on? What is his status? Is he right. suspended? Is he fired? Do you think he's going to get fired when he heals? What's your take on his status? That's what we're focused on right at the moment. Honestly, it's a it's it's still murky for me. Murky water. I'm gonna say 
because of everybody else's punishment being announced, except CM Punk's, 55% he's fired. 45% he is suspended <laughs> when he comes back. There, be, be, and it's and because... You call me and, and, Well, it's because I don't... Because I don't know, like... So none of us know that's the point, but that's why I can't make a decision on it because it's like, okay, why would, if, if I'm Tony Khan and I'm just going to suspend CM Punk, but he's hurt, he's already going to be out regardless. Why even bother? I'm going to tack on his time out after he's healthy. Now you're getting suspended because you would have been out anyway. If you wouldn't have acted like this at that point, so, so now, now, now you're missing CM Punk's out a year max if I'm Tony Khan because everybody else is getting punished and they could have gone out the following Wednesday and wrestled. You can't, and in wrestling, sometimes it is held against you when you're hurt. Not, oh my God, I can't believe you're hurt, but I mean, for as long as Vince has been running things, I'll pay you while you're hurt. I'll pay for your medical bills but your contract is going to be extended the amount of time that you are out. And there's no reason why Tony Khan can't say, so say the Young Bucks, Kenny, and everybody else is out six months. CM Punk, you're healthy, you're out six months. But then on the other end, same thing. If you fire him now, you can't pay his medical bills. You can't make sure... CM Punk is taken care of from a physical standpoint. Travis talked about it earlier. It's very known that, you know, maybe Tony Khan does have a lot of things to learn about running a a wrestling company, but he knows how to treat people that work for him. So he's not going to do that to CM Punk. He would have had to Bret Hart, Tony Khan, for him to do that to CM Punk, and I still don't know. Phil screwed Phil. If if Tony would fire him on the spot, and make sure not make sure his medical bills weren't paid, it's I can't. It's one of these those rare times where I'm stuck in the middle, because and because I can also see it from both points. Like I do anything I could to keep my top people when I was managing places. Anything I could, I didn't hear nothing. It's all right, no big deal. Don't make me yell at you. Don't make me write you up. Don't make me put things on paper. And we'll be fine. We can have conversations when you mess something up. But if you put get to a point where it's on paper like it is now, now you're in a bind. Now you're like, now I have to like drop the hammer when you don't really want to, but you're left with no other option. Like I talked about last week when he tried to stop him and he couldn't just let him hang himself at that point. Um, inter- yeah, it's it's tough to tell what's going to become of, of CM Punk and his AEW relationship. Uh, I think there's a there's there's a. I think the biggest thing that that, that is stopping Tony from firing Punk outright is probably fear, fear of if we can get him back on the right right track, he is still CM Punk. Frankly, fear of because uh, CM Punk's got some. Good lawyers and you ain't afraid to use them. Yeah, probably fear of lawsuits. Even if you, even if there isn't a, a legal claim, we're a sue happy country, and you could tie up Tony for months if you so desired. Um, and 
So I think there's a there's a lot of fear and a lot of backlash. I, one thing I do notice that I find, and and probably reading far too much into nothing, but I I do notice that usually when you go to because I've checked several times in the last few days, usually when you go to the the shop AEW site, CM Punk's banner is is still right there front and center. Uh, so for what that's worth, uh, maybe it's nothing, but it's just just odd to me um, where I don't know if 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 you were debt. I don't think it's on the pro made. wrestling tees on the site? on the shop AEW, site. which is yeah. basically pro wrestling tees. Um, his, his his banner is still the first thing you kind of see official CM Punk merchandise. That's smart. I, well, I do believe, like it's it, first of all, it's a third party, technically, because yes, it's the AEW shop, but it's the pro wrestling tees website True. warehouse doing all the work. So technically they can do whatever they want. Smart man. And if I do remember correctly, he may have even said it in the media scrum. I do believe he was a part of getting that off the ground. Yeah. I, 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 I might be wrong. I might have missed I might have misheard. It's a smart misheard. decision from them. It would be a smart decision from, from Tony, even if he suspended him. Make money off it. Well, it's like the most talked about thing in, in their company right now for good or bad. Yeah, he sure make is. The money off the prom off the well, off see, the bad press. And it's a nice it's a way to make them like so yeah, they're still under contract, still getting paid. But it's a way for them to make side money. Especially if it's through a third party. Yeah, sure. AEW has the deal with them, everything goes through AEW, but that's still money that you're missing. It's not going to ever fill that hole in your pocket of not performing because that's where the paydays are. But it's something that, I mean, over time can be. A lot of indie guys showed us that over time you can make a damn living with that store. Well, I mean, frankly, I think CM Punk showed us that in a lot of ways, and I don't even mean this to to kiss his ass. I say this because remember when he first launched the Pro Wrestling Tees Tours, what a big deal it Mm -hmm. was? All of a sudden it was like, oh my God, Pro Wrestling Tees. It was the first time I'd ever really... I mean, here and there, but overall, that's what put them on the map for me when he launched his pro wrestling tea store. Ironic that the, the sport he fell out of love with is what provided him the most revenue. I'm sure out of his out of his post. I mean, yeah. if Dan Marino fell out of love of football, he'd still get all his money from it. Sure, he was good at it. Sure, uh, it's going to be the same with right. Hogan, Jericho, Hunter, everybody. I mean, that's yeah. where you made your name. Yeah, the only person true. that's not is the Rock, and frankly, that. Because his money's not coming from wrestling anymore, like, at all. Don't remind me. I'm just saying, like, people are like, who's The Rock? You mean Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No, I mean The Rock. Okay? He is The Rock. Yeah, and that's what... Forever and always will be The Rock to me, okay? Uh, That's uh, that's one of the reasons I get peeved at him, but that's a different discussion for a different time. But that also points to, frankly, the loyalty of us as a fan base. The fact that there's a section of people that are going to love CM Punk no matter what, or love Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair or whomever, and, and I happen to be in that, you know, I'm not bragging, I'm saying that the loyalty we show as a fan base is incredible. No one else, I, we are, and I don't mean this to kiss anyone's hand at this table, including my own, wrestling fans are the greatest fans in the world. Because so if you can do that, that's a miracle. Because if you strike a chord with us, maybe not everybody, in the case of these two, but in some cases, there's fans you guys are of that I'm like, oh, hell with that person. They they did this, and 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 I'm not past it. That's why we're the greatest fans in the world. Because no matter what, there's going to be a section out there that is going to support a CM Punk or a Hulk Hogan or a Ric Flair or whomever it may be. 
I got news for you, people. I'm going to say it. If Chris Benoit opened, you know, if his estate opened up a, a pro wrestling tea store, it would make cash. Yeah, it, it would. would. No, it, it would. definitely would. Uh, it would. Like that's because, and it isn't because nope. anyone approves of the despicable ending to his life. It is because we are a loyal, loyal fan base, and once you strike a chord with us, because that's what Paul Heyman always told. I'm sure you've heard mm-hmm. Bob Ray Dudley talk. Strike a chord, man. I think I, I think it would need to be Nancy's. If I were to purchase something, it would have I don't know. To be I think Nancy's his son could do it. Or his son or Nancy. Like, it would have to be like, hey, this is a throwback to when he was. But I need to make sure that they're getting that fucking money. Because, nah, still on the fence on that one. That I, one was rough. That I, one was rough I, for me. Like, because I'll, I'll talk about him. He, he was a good wrestler. So, in that context, I'll talk about mm-hmm. him. When it, if we ever have an episode where we talk about crazy mass murderers, I'm sure he'll come up. <laughs> but. Look forward to the the crazy mass murderer spinoff. First two on the two, list. Two you guys can be on Macabro. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Super, he only super, allegedly super. murdered one no, person. We, That's not mass murders, Travis. And There's ben, a difference and, that we know of. And Vince may have allegedly. <laughs> That's said, right. Hey, Boom. <laughs> and Vince may allegedly said, "Hey, how much is this going to take?" I, I, yeah, I believe he did that. But yes, it is alleged. It's, it's alleged. All right, we it. it or John Cena, allegedly, he mass-murdered tons of careers. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair. He did it by proxy, because he wasn't the booker. Yeah, currently, currently Triple H is doing that. Oh. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, to be fair, to be fair. I, I think we have to point this out to be a fair show. Jimmy Snuka was never proven to have that in court. Unfortunately, couldn't, stole, couldn't stand yes. trial due to his dementia and, and other illnesses. So I think that's fair that we have to. Yeah, yeah that's we, we, smart. We don't. I, I don't know. know what Jimmy Snooker did. I, would, I just wanted to try to cheer people up, maybe. I mean, it worked. I laughed. Ha, 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 At the egregiousness of your statement, but See, I laughed. See, that was the point. Yeah. Anywho, I don't know how we got on that. I don't either, but that was fun. That I don't know. Fun. He's in such a mood after losing that belt. I'm distraught. I'm disheveled. I'm... Uh, Dishevels. So yes, big word. Yeah. So let's talk now. Oh gosh. Uh, What's next? Oh yeah. Still CM Punk for a moment. Yeah. We have to do this. Wow. (laughs) Gosh, I'm not a fan of his right now either. But dear lord. At this point, frankly, I'm tired of talking about it too. We all feel how we feel, and it ain't changing. No, I just like doing that. So I don't. I don't care to talk about it anymore. Can we just say that the 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 utmost professionalism shown by the GOAT, the demo god, if you will, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, Chris Jericho, is highly, highly commendable. I just think we just need to throw that out there. Yeah, he was all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Let me turn down the mm-hmm. idea of a Fozzie concert after Rampage, and now I'm pissed. Yeah. Why? Bastard. Um, he got hurt in his match with Moxley. If anyone was going to be mad about it, it was me because I bought tickets and it's Chris Jericho and I understand. Why is everybody No, but he, like, he was asked mad? the question, would he ever do a Fozzie concert oh, after a Rampage? Like, on TV. No. no. Yes. No. Yes. First of all, first of all, no. I thought it was about to turn into that. That is egregious <laughs> as hell to ask somebody to go from wrestler to rock star in the same night. Secondly, yeah, they they might have people playing wrestlers to the stage from from time to time. But have you ever noticed that, that the audio is usually a little just 
feels off, even for a live event. It's because the speakers are set up for talking, not singing. So you got to go through and mic check everything. You got to tear. You got to tear down the ring. Ric Flair did wrestler to rock star every single night, according to him. Look, that's a different type of rock star. Okay, it still counts. Still doing it, brother. I, it, okay, so you, you can't wrestle and then perform a live concert the same night. Is that better? So a live rock on. concert. There, I got it out right. Stop it. And then, so then you got to tear down the ring. Then you got to set up the rock stage. Then you got to do sound checks and make sure everything sounds good. It's just not a feasible thing. This little piggy went to market. This little piggy went all the way home. He shuts up. I'm, I'm, I'm just that agreeing just with Chris Jericho. That Chris Jericho. That, that's your problem. That Chris, is it? That, because he's right most of the time. That Chris yeah. Jericho is no CM Punk, though. I know that. Um, yeah, he is totally not a complete jerk. You're right. He's not. Well, sometimes. I said complete jerk. Okay, completely. I said complete he's jerk. Not, he's not completely. But is anybody a is he, is anybody a complete? Jerk? I believe that CM Punk is a complete jerk to like everyone but three people. I've seen CM he Punk is. do some decent things. You know, haven't you seen that viral video where he meets that fan of his? I mean, it's a, it's a cool moment. Like, okay, I don't. But think, being nice to one person cancels out all the doesn't terrible. Can, no, it doesn't cancel it out. I, you said complete jerk. Complete is total. So it has mm-hmm. to be hundred percent. Right. So you see what I'm saying? Like you. He doesn't even. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't even like the guy right now, and he proves the point. All right. Yeah, it's fine. I guess. So, I guess. So, anywho, what are we talking about? Um, I don't know. CM Punk, to some degree. Oh. Uh, we have to talk about the fact, unfortunately, that that it is because I'm tired of talking about it. I'm. I mean, I'm fatigued. Uh, we have to talk about the fact that it looks like the heavy reporting is. CM Punk kind of knew he was going to go off. Uh, oh yeah, that thing. Kind of pre uh, premeditated. Not that it. Not that it's a murder. If he murdered anything, it was, it was his career. Uh, we'll see on that. So he may have pre premeditatedly shot himself in the new surgical repaired foot. Uh, <laughs> At least they did ricochet off and out because he said they had to build him a whole new foot. So yeah. it's a metal foot. I kind of want to see the inside of that thing. Like, what's I, this thing? Like, is it some sort of Terminator kind of deal? <laughs> like, it, Got a little, it's like, just, it's just, exoskeleton yeah, inside yeah. his foot. Is his foot being held together like Darth Vader style or something? You know what I mean? Let the body sit the foot. Let the body sit the foot. Take okay, it. it's recording. That's fine. I'm going to cut that <laughs> out. So... McCarthy, you had alluded that you thought it was probably some sort of premeditated plan by CM Punk anyway. As it turns out, according to reports, there certainly was some plan involved. Um, <coughs> what do you make of the fact that, that CM Punk certainly knew he was going to say something? Tony Khan may have known he was going to say something. What do you make of all this? First, I'm going to say I was right. Of course you are. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it 100%. And I believe that everyone... So the report is that he was telling people backstage for a couple of weeks that the media scrum was going to be something to remember. Most pro wrestlers and people in the wrestling business would be like, oh, he's going to start a feud at the scrum. Okay, all right, cool. And then well, he started. Feuds. I was gonna say, to be fair, technically, he, did. And he then, didn't start feuds. And then, yeah, but he started 
off-camera feuds. He started blood feuds. They they expected on-camera feuds. Then that, that that's we'll that's see how not the suspension what happened. Goes and then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to turn into a fatal five-way. Act like you wouldn't pay money to watch that right now. Fatal for everybody. Not <laughs> fatal for everybody named CM Punk. They're professionals. All right, let's be honest. No, no, if you got the four of them in the ring with him, look, I I could see them taking some liberties. I mean, he might get stiffed a couple of times, but that happens. If you want to be fair, though, he can handle being stiffed. Like, I mean, Kenny, he cried about Adam Hayman Page stiffing him, and he stiffs everyone. Daniel Bryan didn't say damn. Cried about. Ryback stiffing him. Ryback. I was going to say he had every right. No, I know. Yeah, he had every right. I will. I'll, I'll stand up for CM Punk right now in the yeah. face of Ryback. Yeah, like right, right now. now. I, like, I, I, would, like, I, I, I still like him a like, lot less. Yeah. Like, let's put bias aside for a second. I would still take CM Punk right now over Ryback. Ryback, screw you. Want, you want to talk about complete jerks? There you go. Yeah, there's a there's there's no point to be made for Ryback since that time. That's the point. Yeah. So, anywho, what do you make of it being? I know that you you got your gloating now. What do you make of it being? <laughs> Did you? Pre-med- do you? Do you need to get more out? We'll find Pre-med- out. Premeditated on some level. Does it change anything? Does it make it worse? Does it? It, it certainly doesn't make it better. Um, I think it does make it worse. It's because I can understand from a celebrity perspective. If they ask me this question, this is how I'm going to answer it. I can understand that. That's fine. I don't. If 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 someone would have asked him about Colt Cabana mm-hmm. specifically, Ba-boom. what happened with you and Colt Cabana? Why aren't you guys friends? Why isn't he on TV anymore? If someone in that room would have asked that question, I would be singing a totally different tune for CM Punk because he would have had every right to go off like that. I wouldn't have sang a completely different tune, but close. I. I wouldn't be as harsh. I I don't think I'd 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 say he's getting suspended 100 percent and have no questions. Yeah. Different chorus. Um, different chorus. Not a completely different, different different chorus. Maybe a little bit. Um, but he's had more than enough opportunities to not only talk about this like a professional in a meeting. I mean, it's CM Punk. Tony Khan. If CM Punk wants a meeting with everybody because something's going on, I think Tony Khan's not going to call that meeting with the five of them. It's CM Punk. And from what we hear, Tony, yeah, when Rampage started and he had more TV to write, it, communication fell off. But leading up to that, you, Tony Khan was very approachable in situations. And hopefully they fixed that by hiring talent relations people and everything else, even though I think two of them are suspended right now. I think... Because Cutler was one of them. He's suspended. Wasn't Daniels suspended too? Christopher Daniels was too. Yep. That was the other one I was thinking of. Yep. Um, Shit. I got off on track again. That happens a lot. Should I go to Napper? Yeah, probably. Oh, boy. Napper. Thoughts thoughts on it being premeditated to some extent, obviously. Um, where, Where are you on all that? It makes it worse. It definitely makes it worse, mostly for the Colt Cabana stuff. Because, like McCarthy said, if, if nobody asked you that question, not only are you an ass for bringing it up, 
But that makes the fact that he invoked the name of his mother and invoked all that personal details even more shitty. Because there was absolutely no reason for it. Like McCarthy said, you had every opportunity to address this. You have social media. You could have scheduled the meeting. You have everything, every device at your your disposal. You are CM Punk in AEW. You've probably got the stroke to make it happen. Even even only being a year in. Like they're going to listen to you. It's probably the, one of the biggest reasons why you're not fired yet. But to personally go off on that tangent without any... What's the word I'm looking for? Provocation? Yes. Yeah. Just screams even worse to me. The hangman stuff and the EVP stuff, like that that feels like that developed. But to go on that personal of a rant when no one asked you a question that even remotely was tied to it is a very big problem. I like uh I I understand it was unprofessional and wrong. But I like the way he so casually said, subpoenaed old Marsha. <laughs> I like the way that he went. As soon as we found out, we subpoenaed old Marsha. But see, now I want to know more. Because he brought all that up. Because, yeah. I mean, in, in theory, all right. So you're making a lot of money, and you can finally take care of your mom. What's the easiest way to do that? Share a bank account. CM Punk made it sound like it was the worst thing ever to share a bank account with a parent. I'm pretty sure my parents, like, my mother is still on my bank account. If, if it's easier, if 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 that's what you're doing with your money, it's easier because it's not like, hey, I need some cash. All right, let me, you know, 15 years ago it was some West, people aren't good with money. Let by me, the way, let me Western Union it to you. <laughs> Now, now it's Venmo or whatever. It's easier yeah. now, but I mean, think about it. If if he's paying all their bills, trying to take care of his mom because she, you know they, they grew. I don't know how he grew up. I was never huge on Colt Cabana to learn his life history. Yeah. But if he, you know, if he grew up broke and his mom worked two or three jobs just to put food on the table and get him everything he needed, and what you hear of a lot of NFL players that come from that background, yeah, isn't it easier? Like, for an NFL player, you can set aside money for the weeks that you're gone because you're only gone half of the season. More than likely, your mom's going to live where you play. It just makes more sense. Then they can go to games. It's easier to take care of them. But when you're a wrestler, you're you're going around the world, especially if you work. If you're an indie guy, Japan calls, you go. And look, the, the fact of the matter is sometimes when you make the amount of money that they do, I'm not saying they make tons and tons of money, but, like, decent amount of money there it's not uncommon for people to have people on their bank accounts joint with them to help them handle that money especially family members like that's not as uncommon as he made it sound and and here's another one what if his mom's like really good with numbers right what like, if it's what if it's his like like my mom what if, what my if mom she's... for Huntington I I of course I'm gonna have her in some way probably tied to my bank account to help what if she's his Security blanket. All right. I'm going to pay you this much money. You can live in my house. Yeah. Every amount of money that comes in, you check. And we check it against what I was told I should be earning to make sure we're getting all of our money. 
But it, but like I said, I don't know because it made it made it seem like CM Punk had been paying his bills for ever. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't weird. know. And it he, was like really weird. And he claimed he has the receipts on all, the which, which is fine. I mean, yeah. if he did, all, yeah. all the power to him. Uh, by the way, his, his cold commander's mom's name is Marsha. That's what we know. And if if that's why, because CM Punk was paying all this money because Colt Cabana may, could have been broke, but now he finds out that he's got a bank account, I can see why CM Punk would be upset with that and want to sue. That I get. But what does that have to do with 2022? Or why is he just dying there. to get it out? Yeah. yeah. I, I believe, and obviously I don't know because, you know, unfortunately I don't have CM Punk's number. Maybe someday. But I, I believe that the reason all this, and again, shouldn't have been brought up at that point, but I think his issue stems from that report that I sent you guys three or four weeks ago now that it was like, you know, there was rumors CM Punk wants Cole Cabana gone. I, I sent it to you, and that's what, you know, there was rumors that's why he had met on TV. So I believe that's what the crux of where CM Punk just got diarrhea in the mouth and constipation of the brain Um I believe that's, you know, I'm, I'm assuming. I have no idea. You know, CM Punk marches to the beat of a different drummer. That's he's a unique enigma in this profession. All right. So do you, uh, and I'll ask you this, Napper, and then I'll go to McCarthy. Okay. Um, if Tony Khan knew something serious was going to get said like that, uh, does he bear any responsibility or not? Truly asking, not, not not baiting into a debate on what your thoughts on that. I thought he bared responsibility before all of that. So yes. Like all being all all things is on a side, yes. Mm-hmm. CM Punk is the absolute pinnacle sure. like the, the center of this. But I I also gave Tony crap and I'll give him crap today. He needs to learn how to handle that better. Like yes, Punk walked all over him. But Tony's got to be the better man and not even the better man. He's got to figure out how to not let that happen with stars like CM Punk. Like, and I, I rewatched. I actually hadn't, when we did that show last week, I hadn't seen the scrub. I'd seen the little bits and pieces that you guys sent me, and I'd seen the highlights. I didn't watch it all the way through. I watched it all the way through since the last show and this one. Oh, my God. The amount of times... That Tony tried to squash it, and he just kept on going. You can't do that. And especially if you knew it was going to get this way, yeah, Tony bears some responsibility, at least for the the parts, I would say the hangman and the EVP parts. Like, yes, Colt Cabana, but that, that happened well outside of the company. The EVP parts and the hangman part, that's totally on... Tony for allowing it to continue on into that. Now, CM Punk deserves more crap because of him actually saying yeah, it's, it. It's his actions. But Tony kind of let it happen. And that, that, you know, that you can't do that if you're running a business like this. Um, do you think that that, and then I'll come to you, McCarthy, do you think that that makes it less, do you think Tony might know that and that might make it less likely for Punk to eventually be fired? You know, does does Tony? Because Tony seems like the kind of guy that is kind of overly accountable with himself. If that makes sense, uh, you know, may, does he? Because looking back, maybe he goes, and I'm just completely spitballing. Maybe he goes, you know, Punk told me it was going to get real interesting, and I completely missed it, and I shouldn't have. 
and should have been more forceful with Punk about let's shut this down. Uh, frankly, if you knew something big was coming that wasn't an angle, which you should be in on, by the way, since you're the boss, if you knew something big was coming that wasn't an angle, I'd have kept him off the scrum. I, you know, that's, again, CM Punk is responsible but, for his own actions, no doubt. But I'm just wondering, from C- Tony Khan's perspective, will he go, do you think he might go, the reason it's just a suspension is because I also knew it was going to get some level of ugly, and I didn't. It really depends what he was told. Yep. It really depends what he was told. Which I doubt CM Punk would have divulged any yeah. of this. Like, and, and that's why I'm going to say no. Um, because I don't... CM Punk, to me, doesn't seem like the kind of guy that went into detail about what he was going to say, even remotely went into detail about what he was going to say. Maybe a little bit on the Colt Cabana stuff, but as far as bashing the EVPs and bashing Heyman and a page, I, I doubt he divulged any of that. And yeah, Tony still de- Tony still deserves criticism for that, for not shutting that down. But as far as him taking that into consideration with what he does with Punk, if he's smart, he won't let that guide his his opinion. It shouldn't. It, it shouldn't matter, but it probably will. Because at the end of the day, Punk still said it. Punk still should pay repercussions for what he said. And if you feel that means he should be fired, he should be fired. Doesn't matter if you feel guilty because you should have stopped it or not. Mm-hmm. You have to be the businessman. You have to be the boss. You have to be the guy that says no. We are not doing this again. Not only did you make me look like an idiot, you made this entire company look like fools. That's where you have to draw the line. You have to put your guilt, you have to put your your feelings aside and make the best decision for you and your locker room, and that's it. McCarthy, what say you? Uh, does Tony Khan bear any responsibility, and will it factor into his um, assuming a decision already hasn't been made? It feels like everything's kind of kicking the can down the road with Punk. Um, so I'm going to assume that a final decision had been made. We don't know that, of course, but it does feel like it's had... I don't think that... I think he knows exactly yeah. what he's going to do, but he's hurt, so what's yeah. the point? Um, well, so, so do you think Tony bears any responsibility, any at all? Nope. Nope, because okay. I honestly, other than this interview is over, there's nothing you can do in that situation but let him hang himself more. That's all you can do. Now, if he does feel the need to fire him and CM Punk wants to sue him, which is how Tony Khan was probably thinking when he tried to shut it down in a professional way by taking responsibility for all the BS that was or was not, because we don't know if it was even a thing going on backstage. He tried to take credit for all of it. I should have said something sooner. There's nothing going on. After that, I give you your shot, man. I tried to save you. I tried. Sorry. I just continue to laugh at the fact that CM Punk like acts like this because was the you, first time this has ever happened in wrestling history. I, oh, I know. Well, and Close and you hear mind. a lot of reports now. He's he was all butthurt because you know young guys didn't want to listen. They've been doing things that got them over and made them money, and now you're telling them to not do that. Okay, sure. And so that's what he—that's the advice that he's but heard about. Plus, how many times did Vince tell people, you know, just ask for forgiveness later? Don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. Well, that's that like, is the mindset. He well, came up from that. 
No, I um, I can understand why he's offended at people not taking his advice. I I, I can respect that. I can respect that he's yeah. offended. Yeah, or, offended. Like, upset, yeah, but, but still be mad about it like months down the road. Not like, even so much being upset about over it. Yourself. Going on a thirty-minute rant about it is right. the problem. Well, well, I can't say that. The, I can't say that I'm surprised that he is still upset because CM Punk, all, all can aside. Uh, and I think it's a negative personality trait. You know, everyone's a little different on this topic. Uh, you know, CM Punk is a grudge holder. That's the reality of it. I mean, the, <laughs> the, like I said, the reason that I think pre-media scrum that any idea of CM Punk showing stepping his foot in WWE ever again goes away as long as Triple H is in charge. Uh, it, that Because his grudge with the WWE, yeah, kind of with Vince, but overall he respects him. His grudge with the WWE is in many ways Triple H. Mm -hmm. And so that's the way, because again, you're talking about a man, and I'm not defending these actions or condemning these actions in this moment. Let's just paint it how it is. You're talking about a man who is not sorry at all for how he handled walking out on the company, despite people like me who still believe, and I will believe till my dying day, walking out is not the way to go. Release a statement, say for your mental health, something like But to walk out on especially someone of CM Punk's stature and caliber, to walk out on, and this is why I'm so upset at Sasha and Naomi, you don't know who, who, you don't know what parent or what person saved up their two-week check and scrunged and said, all right, we'll get McChickens and do, we'll just suffer for these two weeks because CM Punk is coming to town or so-and-so's coming to town and you don't know what person bought a ticket in the Raptors in Cleveland that night when he walked out on the company to see CM Punk. And even if it was one individual, if it was one child, if it was one grown man, if that person wanted to see you and did all they could and and got a nosebleed seat and you didn't give a damn enough to... Again, I'm fine with you. You need to leave this place like out, like, like black. That's I Mental health, I get it. And I wish CM Punk would have said, I'm tired, I'm burnt. And he eventually did in that big podcast with Colt Cabana. But that was months down the line. We are left whistling in the wind. So I am I will never agree with that, despite I, I have deep love for CM Punk. But there will never be a moment where I think you, the fact that he can't see that, hey, what about John Brown paid his last $40 to get a nosebleed seat to you that night, and you don't care? You should care because he might have sacrificed his lunch for two weeks at work to save that money. You don't know. Because, McCarthy, you're a working guy. And, Abbott, you're a working guy. And I come from a working guy and my father. You don't know what people, and I'm sure you've done it, where you have stupidly saved to go to this event, where you have sacrificed your meals or your comfort, because in two weeks, so-and-so is coming to town, and i got to see him. Yeah, that's fair. And that's that's the person that pisses me off about people that walk out. That's why, no, I, the, you, the grudge I hold against CM Punk is not CM Punk being CM Punk as far as running his, you know, running his mouth, whatever, that's you. The grudge I will forever hold against anybody who doesn't apologize for walking out is... What about that person that spent every last extra dime they had and probably shouldn't even spend it and got a nosebleed seat and you didn't care? And that's I mean, well, I, it's I, not. I I would never say that somebody yeah. walking out doesn't care. Like, so he cares that his fans are there. He just couldn't take it anymore. 
did I when yeah. I've had to you know I've had conversations and the boss ain't listening and you get tired of it and you walk out I've, I've had to do it a couple of times mm-hmm. you feel bad for the coworkers that you're close to business ish because you don't want your friends to be unemployed but it's like I got to do what's best for me and on the same on the same side of the coin though. Jeff Hardy technically did exactly that. And I was he, upset He then? went, no, he went out, he did his spots, and he left. People got to see him. People got to see all the, the, however many spots he did that were planned for him in that match, and he said, okay, I'm done. They still got to see him, and he was still eaten alive. Yeah. So, and honestly, this happens a lot. because they didn't know that, that was the end of his WWE run, yeah. Well, not even that. Like, the end of his spots in the match. Plus... Like, he walked out during the match. Yeah. Plus, with Jeff Hardy, unfortunately, because of his issues, our first thing goes, he's relapsed. And we still don't know what his condition was that night. He might have been completely, perfectly sober. We have no idea. We assumed, but we... And matter of fact, Jeff Hardy and Matt both swear Jeff was in his right mind that night, completely sober. It was just, I had had enough, and I'm out of here. But there's a lot of people online that go, bull, you relapsed then. And then, of course, he gets suspended after that, yeah. and then now it makes it look even worse. Right. Yeah, when, when Jeff Hardy still may have been completely sober that evening and just made that decision, because he's another one like Punk that walks to a different beat. But I, I'm just, I'm just kind of yeah. saying, I mean, you take all those issues out, mm-hmm. and Jeff Hardy walks out. At least he was there. But yeah. he's still, like, regardless of why he left. Yeah, he was way too we, messed up. I think up. we actually even compared that when we were doing like the we, Sasha and Naomi. And stuff. and there's a stark difference between going out there successfully doing your spots and going out there and impact and not being able to walk down the ramp. Well, he, <sighs> there's a stark difference. He's you got to take he's that. Staggered. He's I, staggered. I, I, got in the ring. I said barely walked. Walked a lot. He, he still, kind of walked a lot better than I did. I would. Yeah, it's true for me too. I mean, those ramps are steep. Yeah. They're difficult. You'd get the hang of it after thirty-seven tries. I really it just one day in my life want to go down in my chair like Steve Austin did in that rolling chair. Yeah, it just. So that is that's who I think about because I don't like. Yeah, I have an odd obsession with Vincent Man, but overall, I don't care about. <laughs> Like I, I care about WWE. I care about AEW. But but you can talk crap about a billion dollar company all you want, whatever. But it's 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 who because I am that fan. I am that. All right, I'm gonna save two weeks and just suffer because guess who's coming? You know, so and so's coming to town or whatever. That concert's coming because those are the you know it's the old saying. It's I think I think Billy Joel is somebody like that does that. He likes to have his representatives change some of the nosebleed seats and give them front row because the people that are nosebleeds they're the ones that really want to be there that's the ones that, that spend their last 40 bucks those are the ones that really care and, and love this thing lastly on CM Punk then we got to take a break and we'll talk about it overall if he is brought back big if we're down the you know that's that's six eight months down the line right at least I gotta ask because for now he's still employed Stop leaning to the right, Travis. We're professionals. Mr. McCarthy, I'll start with you. Wow. How would you book CM Punk? How would you use him? What would you do? Let's let's set let's let's take a walk 
six, eight months, a year down the road, and let's say somehow or another, CM Punk gets back in the good graces or the respectable enough graces to be back on TV, let's say. He's a long way from being in the good graces. But good enough to get back on TV. Let's say that CM Punk comes back to AEW. How would you book him? What would you do? How can you book him now? It's What do you have happen to CM Punk's wrestling career if he stays in the AEW? You have the floor. Dude, you are losing for six months. <laughs> and when I and when I say losing, Ooh. I mean every single week on Rampage. Triple H treatment, gonna, huh? Yep. <laughs> you're gonna lose, but but not as bad because look, look, look. You can't. <laughs> you're. I don't know. There's some guys that it's not gonna do anything for. Like okay, so Johnny Hungy, yeah, you're you're about to beat CM Punk. That's gonna further your career, like for sure. But I'm like so people that are on Dark and stuff, like. That, that doesn't make sense. So, But, like, the Johnny Hungies, the Jungle Boys, the Darby Allens, the Ward Lowe's, the, the, the young guys that we know of but haven't really, like, cemented their name in professional wrestling the way some of our heroes have. You're losing to them for six months. Nice. And then, and then, if you behave, We'll talk about putting you in a storyline for the TNT title after that six months. Like, you are going back to the bottom. And to be honest, I'd probably do the same thing with the Bucks and Kenny. Yes, you're EVPs, but you got to know better. You got to, you know, because of what he said, if you got a problem with me, you know where my dressing room is. This was CM Punk's evil Vince plan all along. And I, 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 it's just so, like, out of the blue and random to us. But everything he said was kind of predetermined. So he, he, he was asking for a fight. And being an EVP, you got it no matter how mad you are. You have to remember that. You are the boss. People look to you for guidance. Would I have acted any differently? Probably not. But that doesn't mean that a suspension is enough. Because yeah. you, okay, so they come, it's the worst possible thing that could happen is they all come back from suspension and the Bucks and Kenny are right back in the trio's tournament picture. Oh. And CM Punk's right in the world title picture again. Like, you, you can't have that because then that sets a precedent. Now when, now when the next young guy's mad, he's just going to go off on some random podcast or the, the odd chance that he's going to get in a media scrum and then get to sit at home and get paid for six months and then come back and I'm in the same spot. All right, fine. I'm so never it, letting it, him do media scrums it ever again. has to be... More than a suspension. You have to earn our trust and respect back. Because, yes, like, this was like a brawl. This wasn't like a misunderstanding between two wrestlers that's clear, no one's mad when it's over, a la Goldberg and Jericho and Brock and Jericho. Did they like each other after? No. But once it... But once it calmed down, it was over with. But this thing, this was like six people. 
For six minutes. Yeah, that's a Which that's a, a lot of time. Not a lot, a lot of, of time. Minutes. And at least two of those minutes was Kenny Omega saving Larry. Damn it. We love you. We love Larry. We love Larry. We love that was Larry. that's we that you know, you're him. you're so mad at a guy that you're going to his dressing room. But you'll save his dog. And me no, and no, I I feel no. like that Kenny Omega was going to talk if his brain was that clear to save the dog. Or he just likes dogs more than people. Which but I actually, I feel like that's CM Punk more than anybody. Yeah. But, but just, just, just saying, yeah. just saying. I think they should all start down at the bottom again and work, work your way up the card. And that's an undetermined amount of time, to be honest. Working your way back up, it's because you're not going to be able to take the live reaction if you're Tony Khan. You're not going to be able to look at it. Oh, okay, look at that reaction they're getting. Well, of course. Or how many T-shirts they're selling, of course, because they're always selling T-shirts. So th- there's going to be metrics that Tony's going to have to decide on. Mm-hmm. How you act in the back, how you talk to people, what do Chris Danielson and Moxley have to say, Because and Regal. I think those everything needs to start going through them. Disciplinary issues, people coming off of them. I think they need to start having one-on-one conversations with each and every one of those people. Because um, they're they're the most professional in this whole situation. Even even when you talk about Tony Khan, because honestly, he should have just said, "Okay, interview's over." Yeah, and they've all been in this. I mean, Jericho and Regal alone is sixty years. Who better to Who better to lean on right now in a time of crisis that he should have leaned on as soon as Cody left? As soon as he left, because that was the only guy in ch- that was had an in charge title that that knows what it can be like in these locker rooms, no matter how hard you try. This was something, something like this was going to happen in AEW. It was just, it's, it's inevitable mm-hmm. in every business. There's going to be disagreements in pro wrestling. There's always going to be. And yes, AEW is the promised land. You can do whatever you want and blah, 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 blah. But eventually that pro wrestling part of AEW with backstage politics, kind of rears its ugly head every now and again. It's going to. And with or without CM Punk in the future, yeah. well, again. It's, of course it will. It's, it's going it's, to. It's the business. But I think that's that's who you lean on right now. I, I don't even know if they retain their EVP status. I don't know. That That's a hard decision. Do you, do you go... And, and in the business world, this is really a thing, like interim EVPs and give it to your guys. Because right now, his guys are John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Chris Jericho. Hands down. Oh, absolutely. You know who the EVP Hands should down. be? Yeah. The three judges that were on that Ring of Honor. I think, I, I think they should be replaced. For now, Yeah, they should be replaced. Someone needs to do their job. And it needs to be someone that knows what they're doing. And those three guys were close as hell to Vince. We're in WWE forever, so they know how a locker room should be run because all of them worked with The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Quite closely. Very closely. Uh, Napa, what say you? If uh, if we do see the return of, of CM Punk in AEW, how do you book him? Not how, not, not, I know, again, you would like his fat sword royal and <laughs> bullet for soap, and I get it. But yep. if you're Tony Khan, if he, if, if CM Punk does come back from this injury slash suspension, whatever. What do you do? How do you book him? I like the idea of putting him through the ringer and having him lose. Uh, first feud that I'm probably putting him in, him and Hangman Page. 
I'm putting you two in a feud. I'm letting you settle this on camera, in the ring. You are not to go into business for yourself, either one of you. You are not to say anything outside of the media, outside of the ring, about each other. And if you do, either one of you, you are fired. And then go from there. He's mean. I think, like, I think both you guys are fair, but I think both of them are mean. <laughs> like, I agree with both, but it's like, damn, that's going to be a tough road to hoe. But he's losing to Paige, by the way. Yeah. Like, he's doing the favors, like, hands down. Oh, like, yeah. You are doing the favors. No, for, for the simple fact, he he personally went into business for himself twice against Paige. Yep. No matter what you think of Paige, whether he went into business for himself or not, he went into business for himself against Paige twice. And yep. honestly, I feel like he was trying to bring some realism to the feud. Like, I, I always felt like... It, did he have? It's pro- right now. It's probably the worst championship run in the company mm-hmm. right now. There's right. there's bound to be ones that are worse. And it, 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 partial booking, a partial story that Moxley's they were telling. First one wasn't great. Yeah, but I, you got to. Heyman's wasn't very good. You, no, I, I think you I, have that's to. That's the only put, other one that I was thinking I could compare. I think to. you have to put an asterisk on that because most of his run was in the pandemic. That's he had two fair. months as champion. And then we hit the pandemic. So he, he did as good as he could. And, I mean, same with Drew. you got to give him that. And Strowman as well during his run. Um, but it's really important to make that distinction that you're losing to Adam Hangman Page. Because you had no business. No business. Because Adam Page was trying to make the feud personal. He was trying to get something out of it. Which is what CM Punk didn't really seem to care about. It's like he Lesnar'd him when Lesnar wrestled Moxley. Moxley. It was like CM Punk wouldn't get emotional for anything. He he, he wouldn't sell for Adam Hangman Page on the microphone. Um, here's what I would do with CM Punk. And this is best case. This is and because I'm taking out my fandom. Well, I mean, I guess some of it's still in there, but I I, I think this is fair. I do. I think you put him through the ring for months and he do the favors. If you prove. Then that you can do the favors and, and take this bitter pill. I still think you've just because of you did bring it on yourself. Again, I'm a big believer in no, he shouldn't be gone, but I also understand that he didn't need to do this. I would as high as he goes is Ring of Water World Champion. I think that's where his he is best at now. Because let's be frank about it, with his injury history and with this it's tough to put him in the top spot in your company ever again. It's very hard. If we're being on, like, and I'm being as fair as I can possibly be because we know that that I, I'm the only one at this table that is like, you know, I, I think you said what needed said, but still, there's a better way to do it. I think the height of CM Punk now. I think we're CM Punk best case scenario, and what I would do if I was Tony, if Punk proves he can get in line, you can be the face of the new Ring of Honor. But I never again, if I'm Tony Khan, because Ring of Honor, no disrespect to Ring of Honor, it's going to be secondary. That's the way it is. Right? Do we agree on that? Oh, I mean, of I, course. I think best case scenario, what I would do is, yes, put him for the ring for six months or whatever, you know, whatever time Tony determines. And then if you do things right and, and we're good, you be the face of this new Ring of Honor. Which is kind of fitting because you were the face of what started to put it on the map anyway. So I think it's a fitting full circle moment. And then... Maybe, and I mean a few years down the line, 
if that goes well, then maybe we'll talk about AEW. But then he'll probably retire. Well, I mean, and I, there's the yeah. other question. Can his body handle it? Yeah, then, and that's another reason because why. And, and that could also be, be honest, the reason why this is taking so long to figure out what the plan is with I, him. Maybe think, he's considering it. I think Tony knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. But he's he's out anyway. It's ho- Regardless of what you say, it rings hollow. But do you think that's hollow. a thought after all that took place and even the fight took place? That's a thought that, that crossed oh, his man. Yeah. And Tony's head, like, too. Screw it. Two, ti- two, two title matches. And you got hurt? That's not good. Is it your fault? No. But that doesn't scream durable to me. But and in both companies, now, more often than not, those title matches are like playoff games, man. They are tight. They are tight. Stiff fights. Yeah. They try to make it as real as possible without hurting the other guy. And if your body can't take it, it can't take it. And I don't know if his can. But but uh, but let's also be a little fair to that. Just because you go through a serious injury history doesn't mean you can't come out of it eventually. Let's not forget the reason that the heavy rumor is the reason that Dolph Ziggler hasn't gotten that big moment very often in WWE is because when Vince wanted to do it, he got like two concussions very quickly and like several injuries back. You remember, right? Yep. Or Samoa Joe, same thing. There's nothing to prove because Dolph Ziggler's been healthy for years now. But Vince, is ne- Vince never gave him that opportunity again because, well, what if he gets hurt? Daniel Bryan, same thing. We watched him, and I know it's a different thing because Daniel Bryan is decent and kind and wasn't an a-hole. But all can aside, <laughs> uh, but all can aside, we watched we watched Daniel Bryan be given opportunity after opportunity and unfortunately keep getting hurt. And now Daniel Bryan, since coming back from retirement, has been on a other than a scare here or there, has been on an incredible run, uh, you know, that was so good even then said, yeah, we'll let you look strong on the way out go to AEW. I don't know. I think sometimes he's been a fickle, goat-faced pain in the butt. I'm sure sometimes. But Danielson? Yes. No. But so, and, and just right. like he's it, not as goat-faced just, as he used to be. Just like in football, people forget, people don't talk about, Let's be frank about it. The reason Aaron Hernandez is such a known star is because early in his career, Gronk kept getting hurt. Gronk got hurt a ton, and and nobody talks about it because Gronk spent the last five, six, seven years of his career being healthy and just kind of being a goofball. But he got hurt a ton. Well, there's also other reasons why they don't talk about it. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, we forget that, Back to that we could have a mass murderers talk show. We, sure we totally could. could. Just encompass all sports only, and I'm sure we get like five or six. I don't know why I said that so excitedly, but... We hear you the turnbuckle. Don't condone. Uh, but that's what I'm saying is like, yes, right now CM Punk's going through it. He just had a, you know, he's got a brand new foot put in. Now he tore his tricep, and that, that sucks. Like, that's not a good thing. And so that's another reason why I think, okay, aside, if you lose him and he's kind of the face of ring honor, not that big of a deal. If he's the face of what's going to be a streaming service, or at best, network wise, maybe True TV. Like, I think you go streaming. It's, well, I'm saying uh, between those two options. So just because doesn't mean it always will be that way. Uh, you know, how many times did the Undertaker get hurt and then have long? You know, people forget the Undertaker got hurt time, right. time, and time, and okay. time, and okay. time. Okay, 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 but Undertaker. Yeah, I hear you, but I'm saying in the prime of Taker's career, he got hurt time and time again. Yeah, he did. When he wasn't but it's this. Just, he was, he's been that for a long time, though. I mean, 
Yeah, he's been there for about the last decade, decade and a half. Mm. But people were talking about people were talking about him having to retire in '99. That's true. And he wouldn't have been that value like that huge of a loss in '99. It had been big, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't godlike yet. Yeah, but I mean, CM Punk in there either, right? So, I'm, but I think if you compare Taker '99 to CM Punk now in terms of stature, strictly, yeah. it's about the same. Well, he was in that weird Ministry of Darkness thing at the time. Oh, three and yeah, yeah, he was doing that stuff, so, which I thought was cool as yeah. a 16-year-old kid. I think but, it's cool now. You know I mean, yes, that's right. I worship Satan. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it, um, damn. It's a joke. Gosh, Travis. So, what do you, but yeah, do you, when it you, felt like an accurate response. I need to get that as a the, button. It was at the would, time, so it kind of ties in. Would, uh, Did it? Would, maybe. Farouk. Uh, there I, you I'm, go. I was joking. Would of course you be, I got it. Well, you're old, so we can't tell. Yeah. Wow. What a jerk. And your sarcasm meter's broken. Uh, <laughs> are you sure, or do I just have but a good time? Are you Are you opposed to if CM Punk does the right things, and that's a huge if, to maybe him be in the face of the new Ring of Honor? Because that's about as far as I would go right now. It would take a long time for me to ever go. Yeah, I trust you with my. I'm opposed to him being the face. I'm not opposed to him being a champion. Ever. Um, What's the difference with, when it comes to CM Punk and him not being the world title? All right, so maybe like world TV title. Mm-hmm. Okay, world TV title, pure championship. Gross, gross, gross. What? Gross. He can't even hang anymore. The pure champion? Are you serious? CM Punk can't even hang. We know? gave him. We gave him I, a. We gave him a year. You think he could go? I highly doubt it. I don't think he's. I don't, I don't think he can go. I don't think he's the best in the world anymore, but I don't think he's a shell of himself. I don't think either. he can go like that though. Ouch. But if he's not the if he's not that CM Punk that he was that we remember, he can't. Okay, he's not the pure TV champion. Title, I'm he sorry. can't he can't hang with Daniel Garcia. I didn't Garcia was, I didn't and know Wheeler Yuta. I didn't know there was so much Yeah, with the pure title. It's like, strictly but, technical wrestling. He can't on. go. How was I supposed I'm, to know? I don't watch on. Ring of Honor. Hold on now. Did you not watch the match on Friday? They explained everything. He doesn't watch Rampage at all. Mm-mm. Hold on. You, I mean, you, it takes... It, it, uh, Hold on. watch it on demand. <sighs> oh, my God. Hold on. Miss the Dax match, too? You oh, are egregious. Sh- Hold on. Let's, let, me, let me say this. You say you can't hang with Dan Garcia... Let me come to you. Wasn't one of Daniel Garcia's first breakout matches against CM Punk and AEW? They put on a pretty darn good match. That was one of the few times we talked about him early on. He's got a point. And that was a Daniel Garcia carried him. And that was a look. I CM Punk is not the best in the world anymore. I understand, but uh, you know he's a little past, <coughs> just because he's a little past his expiration date doesn't necessarily mean that he's completely lost. And you I know fans won't care. I just don't think he fits the pure. Champion. I didn't say he couldn't be Ring of Honor champion or TV champion. I just don't think he fits the pure anymore. I just it, don't think it, it just doesn't Honor feel right. Probably, but that doesn't mean he can just walk in like Hulk Hogan and do whatever he wants, like he tried to do. Well, no, that's a little well, booking him <laughs> is not. But if you're a Ring of Honor Hall of Famer, like I'm gonna go ahead and cut you a pass on if you can. If you, if you're in the Hall of Fame and you're not worthy of holding any of the belts, hell with your Hall of Fame. Well, he's in the Hall of Fame for what he did in the past. Not for what he's doing now. That'd be like he's forty three. He's not sixty five. That'd be like ben hey, sixty five in wrestling age. That no, that's not. Jericho and Taker were had some of their best years at that forty three. Yeah, but they're yeah. the exceptions to the rule. 
I can give you several other and maybe had, Sting. Sting was Sting had some of his best runs at fifty. Might be having some of his best runs now. I know, right? Like <laughs> it, it's That's, what sixty. 62, I think. 63. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. All right. What we're going to do is uh, let us know in the comments what you would do with CM Punk if he comes back to AEW. Uh, in a dumpster match and throw him in the dumpster. Well, you're just such an unkind fellow today. Yeah. Uh, Grumpy. Who, who pissed in your tear ass? They took his championship. All right. I told you. Well, Superman Onyx is not CM Punk, but if you need to visualize, go ahead. Anywho, we're going to take a quick Pass. break. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to talk Monday Night Raw. Starting the Judgment Day, which is what last night felt like. Which is weird. Which was kind of crappy. Anywho. What? It was not. We're a commercial. It wasn't crappy. Did y'all see how I was civil and just drove the conversation, huh? Huh? Wait, what? Did y'all see how I was so, I was so civil regarding CM Punk? Yes. Last, last week got a little carried away. <laughs> Maybe a little. Just, just a little bit. It's fine. Just, just a little bit. Eesh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Eesh. Eesh. What's wrong? What's wrong? Big decline for all the ratings. Big decline. Yeah, down 17% thanks to the Monday Night Football. Yeah, that makes sense. 1.7 total. That makes sense. The, the, the demo was down 24%. That makes sense. Yep, it's coming. Welcome to hell, Triple H. Damn it, Travis. What? Email me your rant. I can't. Why? I don't know. We're doing show. Okay. Because producers can't do two things at once. I was going to play it on the show. But yeah. Facebook won't let me give download me it. A minute. I'm trying. But you said you can't. Not give me a minute. I'll try. God. And put it in the buckle drive folder or something. Yep. I don't think I can. No! Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, this roll's getting eaten alive. People need to grow up. Yeah. It was not bad. Welcome to Hell, Triple H. (laughs) I mean, what, 1.7? That's still pretty good. The third hour tanked to 1.5. Yeah, because the friggin' Monday night game yeah. was tied at, or it was like 10 to 13. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, you have to look at what else was on TV. No, but that's what, like, that game was down to the wire. Yeah. They, they were. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's just funny how it took one week of Monday night football. Um, and I don't mean, I don't. I'm not talking about the ratings. I'm talking about the comments. It's weird how the honeymoon period ends so quickly. Because they don't pay attention. This happens every year, yeah. all the time. It, the question is, where does it settle? You know what I mean? It, is 1.7 probably low? around? It, it, I, it, it might drop below. If 1.7 is the low, that's great. What's the schedule? 
If 1.7 is the low, that's great. If that's the if that's our average, if that's where we settle on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. I at least shared. I think the page. they I think they drop. But if you start getting 1.3, 1.4, let me see. I shared it to the page at least. Okay, I'll um, see if I can get it. You probably can't because it's going to be interesting to see how far they, how low they go. Yeah. Because unfortunately, it's going to be something that is tied to this regime of Triple H. Depends how good the games are, which most of the time they're not always that good. Depends on how good the games are. Depends on the teams because some teams are watched far more than others. You know, like Tom Brady, he's going to get watched. Is Tom fucking Brady? Watched. uh, Dallas is going to get watched. watched. Cincinnati maybe because of Joe Burrow. Uh, I would say so now. Yeah, like yeah, I'm talking because of Joe Burrow. He has such an. He's completely revitalized the like the face of the Bengals as far as the franchise goes. He's still got fans from Ohio State. They LSU and yeah, it's. I mean, they got bu- Buffalo's next week. Oh, that's tough. Buffalo versus who? Uh, Tennessee. That's a good. That game. won't be a show. Philly versus the Vikings the week after that. Dallas Buffalo and, versus Tennessee is going to be over in the first half. Dallas and the Giants the week after Tennessee that. Not good. Doesn't look good this year. I mean, Rams and San Francisco. I mean, I, don't there's know. Some, I could be wrong, but this one they'll they drop. They'll drop. A- oh crap! So the the Browns and the Bengals play on a Monday night this year. They'll drop below a million. I was looking for one outlier. That's the outlier. I think that'll drop. So I think that'll drop. I, th- I think they might drop a couple times below a million just because of the game that it is. Well, not uh, below a million. Uh, below a million. You mean yeah. two million? Yeah, whatever. Whatever the numbers are. I was going to say. Saying, there's no way they're dropping. If you drop mil, if you drop below a million, Vince is back in charge. <laughs> It's fine. No, that, that, no I, it's even, not. Even agrees. No, like, that's not no. fine. What, but what was the demo? That's what matters. That's what gets you advertising dollars. I think, it was a, I think the average was uh, .44. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what uh, matters. But still, yeah, listen, if you go from two yeah. mil consistently yeah. over these last, like, yeah. if, six weeks yeah. to below a, a yeah. mil? If, if, if we get down to... If we get down to 1.2, 1.3, that's a big if. If we get down to that, people will start to go, what the fuck? Yeah. Even if the ideas are great, that's where even the board will go, are you the guy? Because they've dropped below 2 million a couple times yeah. since he's took over, but yeah. it's been 1.9. Mm-hmm. It's it's rarely been below 1.9 or 1.8. So that, I mean, that's probably the first time it's dropped below 1.8. All right. All right. Uh, so ready? Yeah. Hey, we're ready. And we're back here on another fiery edition of To the Turnbuckle Again, presented by Snapmare and Bruiser Nation Productions. If you run an independent wrestling promotion and you would like some commentators and your show professionally edited, uh, reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere else we do the business. Reach out to Jason McCarthy on the LinkedIn. Hell, if you need a minister, McCarthy can do that too. And if your child needs a daddy, he'll discuss it. Anywho. What about a minister on a wrestling show? Do you need a Father James Mitchell lookalike? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tra- only- Travis O'Connor, doppelganger himself. I'm only one person. He's two people, folks. As it turns <laughs> out, he has worked on cloning. Anywho, we have to talk about not one hour of professional wrestling, not two hours of professional wrestling, but three hours of the highest quality sports entertainment that money... 
can buy, according to USA Network. Uh, we just got the ratings down 24% in the demo, thanks to the uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, 1.7 and, and change is the average viewership. Uh, the, the third hour really hit the skids, because that Monday Night Football game was pretty solid, and the third hour was pretty eh. Um, Dominic Mysterio is in your main event of Raw, which says something was butt horribly. Because, uh, boy, he puts butts in the seats. Um, really? You don't think Dominic is the... No, no, I really don't, actually. What? All right. Why? What do you like about Dominic Mysterio? Thank you. You're so kind. I try it. You're so kind. So kind. What do you like? What, what do you like about Dominic Mysterio? What do you like about this version of him? Uh, well, this version of him, it's, it's different from the you know cookie cutter baby face that he was the entire time he was running with his dad. Um, it's going to give him a chance to grow. Gives him a chance to show if he can, you know, cut the promos. I thought his backstage promo was good. I thought the vignette was pretty good. I hated it. I didn't think it was yeah. bad. Did you watch it? Yeah. I hated it. I didn't hate it. I don't even know. Rhea Ripley could whisper anything in my ear and I'd do it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I totally, I did not hate it. I, I didn't hate it could, either. Could he have done better? Sure. But he's I think it was the like, best. Well, that's why I said sure in the way I said it. Because yeah. he's been there for a year and. Wasn't in NXT at all, and compared to any other promo he's ever done, it was way better. It's actually been two years. Has it? Yeah, it has. Jesus. I think he started on the back end of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you, been, it's been yeah. two years. But yeah. even still, like for a guy that, A, didn't go through NXT, and B, is kind of went through trial by fire to start his career... I thought it was pretty good. Do I need to get a wall? Why? Get over here. What? <laughs> Sorry. Try not to crowd the man. It's okay. It's okay. Do you I gotta, smell? You gotta be on camera, bro. Oh, look, I was trying not to crowd people. Look, I don't. I. I. <laughs> I thought the main event was okay. I see what I thought. I thought his promo was. I didn't enjoy it at all. I didn't think it was very good. I thought he showed more in the ring wise. With Edge than he had in a while. Yeah, uh, I think so. And I think that's a credit to Edge and, and a credit to Dom. I'm sure he's working in his craft hard with his father. But I don't know about that anymore. It's called kayfabe. Um, you mean it's? You mean they're actually still? Yes, they're close. still driving home, and he and Ray is Goofy the dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what? All right, let's talk about the promo. What'd you like about it? I thought he did a pretty good job of being a more dark. Like some of the stuff that he said, um, when there there was a mention to Eddie in there, wasn't there? Yep. I I just thought it was a good promo. Okay, what do you think of the promo, McCarthy? I, I think it fit him more. The the one thing I'm that missing, too. like I'm waiting for more Eddie to be brought up. <laughs> I mean, he did you mean his real, his real poppy? Yes. His real poppy. Yes. Well, I'm you, waiting for that to be brought up. Can we even say that, though? Because technically Rhea's saying she's his poppy. So. 
Mm. I mean, she could be my poppy any time, brother. How are you going to lie to you about it? I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to. Don't you also believe that she could be your poppy? Not touching it. Not touching it. We're going to wait. <laughs> You're going to wait a long time because I'm not answering it. I hate Facebook. Can I tell you that? Um, you're, you're, yes. You're too decent. The I know. Thing, yes. Wouldn't you let Rhea yeah. Ripley be your puppy? Sure. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still waiting. I'm still right. waiting for the reveal that she's been pulling the strings all this time. Because she's, got a she ain't doing nothing. She's chilling. She is she is giving orders and stepping in to demolish people when and where she wants to. She is running a stable of men. Absolutely she is. <laughs> Can you write down something for me? I don't know, am I afraid? When I when we take a break, there's a joke I have to tell both of you gentlemen <laughs> that there's no way I can say on the air at all. Okay. Joke. What about Rhea and Judgment Day? Oh. Just so we know. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is not going to be good news. No, you're not going to hear it. Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, no, I like that Rhea Ripley is kind of running the show because she is intimidating enough, and let's be frank about it, masculine enough, that she can get away with it. She is an odd blend of... Of masculine enough to intimidate the hell out of you, but attractive enough that she's gorgeous. Does that make sense? Yes. So, so I think it's it's fine that she runs this new version of the Judgment Day. Hell, I might buy a T-shirt. But look, I understand we got to give it a few weeks on Donald. I'm not ready to pee on the fire yet, calling the dogs. I just didn't think it was the greatest start in the world. Ending via DQ. Um, I would have rather, I think the better call would have been for it to end in shenanigans, but Dom gets the win. That way you can say you got to win over edge, even via, via hooker crook. Now I know there were shenanigans involving the judgment day to start the show. This is what raw felt like. We're all starring the judgment day. Uh, even though it's like Nexus during the CM Punk era, uh, it's pretty good. Good comp, I thought, but okay. Neither one of you chuckled. Tough crap. Uh, all right. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was figuring out this new way to download things from Facebook. Zuckerberg, we. Why did you make things more difficult? Why can't I just download? Why are you shouting at me like I run Facebook? Because I'm, I'm, I'm voicing. Yes, I'm projecting. Like, did you see him look me square in but, the eye like it was me? <laughs> Look, the I way go I through, looked at you in the eye every time I had to change my password. Go through all this nonsense <laughs> and connect Google freaking photos to download things from a page that we post on. This is stupid. What happened to the download button? What happened? Don't what say happened? that. You'll get us banned. I don't care. There's other places to stream. Bunch of jerks making things more difficult. Uh, Sorry. So. I had to get it out because no, this not. is egregious. This has been Technical Difficulties with To the Turnbuckle. Back to our Monday Night Raw oh, review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the technical difficulties that happened there? Sure. Uh, Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens. And do you have any other thoughts on Dom before we move it along? Nope. <laughs> any other thoughts on Dom before we move it along? 
No. Okay. Oh wait, yeah. he, he needs oh, to come gosh. out. He needs to come out with that briefcase from that ladder match all those years ago. <laughs> yeah, looking, I like it. Uh, <laughs> he needs to grow the beard out more too. He'll get there. You gotta get the the mullet first. The so, mullet's fine. I know, but he's got to make it's 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 got some work to get on Eddie's level. Okay, Eddie's that's, was, that's an unfair standard. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's fair. That's an unfair standard. Look, that's, it took him years to perfect that mullet, okay? It's a special mullet. It is. <laughs> but if anybody's got the blood for it, it's Dom. I mean, the, the flow and the lettuce of it was legendary. I, I think that's that's a tough comp. But, that's I mean, that's expecting, you know. He, you think he's harsh yeah. on him now. Look, look, two. That's even worse. Yeah. Look, you know, that's like going two has got a long way to be Dan Marino. Let's just let two be two, okay? Come on now. Anywho, let's talk about the rest of Monday Night Raw. Okay. Kevin, Kevin Owens delivered a flame-throwing uh, <sighs> message to one Austin Theory. I thought this was a fantastic promo. Um, I like that Kevin Owens isn't afraid to low-key mention Vince McMahon, unlike the rest of everybody. Like, can we not? You know, because no one else with Theory is going, hey, do you realize that you were handpicked? You know, Yes, Roman mentioned it the night or the day or whatever that, that Vince retired. But ever since then, it's been like, who the hell ran this thing before? I have no idea. Some guys <laughs> say. <laughs> but So I appreciate that Kevin Owens is sticking to that part of the story and, and not letting it completely die. Because let's not act like that's not what happened here. You did. Vince handed you. He didn't say his name, but it was ev- heavily inferred that Vince handed you everything. And he did. And so I love the fact that Kevin Owens probably with Triple H permission went, I'm going there in some way or another. Take the ride with me. Um, I don't even think he really needed his permission to do that. I doubt it. They seem to be oddly, like, I'm not going to say Ben Walling Vince because you can still find him on WWE Shop and the WWE website and and all that. But, But it is odd how no one's saying his I, name directly, especially I mean, when it comes to Austin Theory. When 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 is the last time we heard the name Vince on TV? Yeah, but Stephanie that's, that's by design. I mean, they are still technically going through a legal process. Good. So you don't want to mention his name like I've, every single week. I've been told, we've been told that the, the board of directors has pretty much wrapped up their investigation. The board of directors is. Doesn't mean everybody else. Like, how many legal legal lawsuits were they going through and how many of them you think are going to be settled and not mean a damn it doesn't matter though you still until they are settled you're probably not going to bring his name up so we but do you think when we get settled we'll start acting like Vince fully exist again in terms of what he did depends how they go alright we'll see how it works I mean out. if he settles all of them yeah there probably will still be some yeah. points where we don't well, mention his name but. well because let's be honest, there's going to come a point next year where we it's going to be weird if we don't mention his name. And what I mean by that is it's going to be the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. It's going to be an odd episode if Vince McMahon is not involved. He is a huge part of, well, I mean, he birthed it, but I'm talking about his character is a huge part of the greatest parts of Monday Night Raw. We're in an odd spot if we get to January and Vince is still kind of personal. You know what I mean? I think he's still going to be persona non grata, buddy. Uh, I think so, too. It depends on a lot of legal avenues, Pete, because uh, if you want to settle it, plus, plus is what that's what Jeremy Divitt's hoping for, because he wants to retire so bad. Yes. <laughs> you watch that Dark Side of the Ring episode, he's like, I want to go. <laughs> but Vince won't <laughs> let me go. Said I tell him. He At said, that I, point, he'll go, I want to die. Because he said, I tell him every year, this is it. 
And then every year, it's not it. <laughs> it's like his Undertaker. Undertaker his own yeah. personal Undertaker. Yeah. So, anywho, I like that Kevin Owens went there with the promo. Uh, I The only thing that I didn't like about the promo is I thought it was inaccurate in terms of we all see Theory has all the potential to be the future. I understand you have to say that for the story. But Theory, uh, theory is, I mean, he's a blue, you know, as Jim Ross used to say when he was at his top of the game, he's a blue chip prospect. I mean, he's the ultimate blue chipper. This guy screams heel John Cena in terms of how heel he can be and how over he could someday get. I, he has every tool I've ever seen. He, he's the one guy on the Raw roster, even Jim Cornette goes, if they don't book this guy to the moon someday. And Jim Cornette hates everything about wrestling now. Every, does, like, it doesn't matter who or what company. Jim Cornette hates everything. <laughs> I mean, you can hear you now. Screw you. I'll be in the damn room. <laughs> but he loves Austin Theory. So Vince loves Austin Theory. Jim Cornette loves Austin Theory. I love Austin Theory. Napper, do you love Austin Theory? Yes. McCarthy, do you love Austin Theory? Yeah. So here's the big question. Here's the big question, Levesque. Do you love Austin Theory? Because you need to. That that, that isn't a right now. But by, let's say, I don't know, the bidding war of 2024, as MJF likes to call it, and of course our country will certainly be in turmoil. (laughs) We need to have this guy to the moon, as Cameron Grimes would say. Because I was just going to ask that same question. Did he get I wonder if shot it, to the moon? I wonder if Vince goes, I'm taking him with me, damn it. <laughs> Harry bastard. I like your style. You're coming with me. Uh, so, <laughs> But Vince, but nothing. I'll double your pay and you sit there. All right. And you just say to the moon. Okay. Yeah. He's got a little bell every time he rings it. As Vince plots his comeback, where are we going, pal? To the moon! These are the vignettes we could be airing. Anywho, what do you think of the promo McCarthy by Uh, Kevin Owens? Uh, You know, where do you think of this feud is going? Obviously, Theory got a broken nubs during that kerfluffle. That was a great kerfluffle. And then he called him a snitch. He Uh, did. He goes... (laughs) What do you what do you think of the promo and the kerfluffle? Where are we going? It was a Donnie bro. And you're right, it was fight night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, where are we going? And it is Austin Theory still the future in the post Vince McMahon era? I think he still is. Triple H recognizes talent, so let's just get that out of the way right now. Yeah, there's one vision he won't change. Do I wish he would. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always crying about something. Isn't that what we do on this show? I mean, probably. When have we ever said everything is great? Everything. I is think awesome. there was this one time. No, I can promise you, <laughs> I have never watched weeks where the wrestling go. My God, that was great. Not all of it. Never. I mean, I don't know, man. Mania There's been some weekend, like yeah, Mania Week was pretty legit. Mania Week. I mean, you take the media scrum out of last weekend. That was some fire wrestling. Not last weekend, but the week before. I don't know. Do you agree with CM Punk won the title? No. Really. No. There you go. There, I ended it for you. Now, quit lying. It doesn't yourself. mean the match wasn't good. But if you disagree with the booking, what's the matter? You know what they remember? Because the match was good. Yes, Lance Storm had 100 great matches. How many How many finishes can we name? That's different. That's the point. That's different. You know what they remember, pal? The finish. That's different. 
You know who said that? You know what finish? You know what finish? I remember. What do you remember? The one that happened in like three minutes when John Moxley destroyed CM exactly. Punk, and it should have been left alone. Should it should have been me? Remember when he said everything went great, and then you heard him nearly cry. <laughs> <out of> <laughs> So, Pe- Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> so, you've lost your privileges. You have your meltdown in the corner. Napper. Thoughts on the Kevin Owens promo? <laughs> Is theory still the future? And should we call better help for McCarthy? <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have to call medical help for me and him. Woo! <laughs> Would you two get together for another show here? <laughs> That's not helping. It's not. Uh, to answer your question, yes, I still think theory is the future. I don't think it's uh, unfair to say that he's still got a little bit ways to go. Yeah, in the I, promo, I, I like agree. I, I do think there are some things to his character. Like, yeah, he's he's a heelish John Cena, but that's also kind of the point. Like, he's the blue tripper. Yeah, like everybody looked at John Cena and thinks he's you know just basic. At, certain points. So comparing him to John Cena kind of proves the point. But at the same time, you know, his, his mic skills, I think, need a little bit more work, at least whenever he's with somebody in the ring. But also, you're going up there with Kevin Owens, so That's how you talk. you're not, you're not going to win that battle. Yeah, Kevin Owens is one of the modern-day great promo artists. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think the plan is still theory. Um, I don't know what their plan is for the for the briefcase. That but... sucker's getting beat up, ain't it? <laughs> Thing's got more dents in it, and always does, baby. Yeah, it but... usually does. I mean, at least it doesn't have any slime in yeah, it this time. Yeah, those dents are thicker than bugs on a bumper. I'll tell you. At least it doesn't have slime in it this time. All right. This time. This time. This time. This time. Well, we don't know what Austin Theory's doing in alone time. Uh, you might be going to Nickelodeon. I said Nickelodeon. What's gross about Nickelodeon? Ain't you ever watched the Kids' Choice Awards? Maybe you think slime is disgusting. It is, man. It gets everywhere. It really does. Yeah, it's finding it for weeks. Weeks. The worst ever. It's green. And it's just... Ugh. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just picturing slime everywhere. I'm sure you are. Slime. <laughs> yep. Everywhere. Why am I picturing this? <laughs> Damn you, Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. That's. She used to host the Kids' I, Choice I Awards. Know, I know. And we're focused on slime. Until John took her spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if he donated any slime to <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> 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 So Dexter Loomis, <laughs> he invaded Miz's safe space. Oh, that's not a good transition. <laughs> it's how they put it on the website. <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> 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 
For the love of God. <laughs> what do you help me? <laughs> Dexter Loomis. Get <laughs> <laughs> it out. Oh. No, because we're supposed to be on the app. <laughs> or else I would have said it already. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I said it meant everything else. Okay. <sighs> I would have said it already. Trust me. If it was oh. last week, we'd oh have went way off. Ooh. Anywho. Dexter, Dexter Loomis broke into the house of the miss. <laughs> That's better. Good job. And. That's better. <sighs> this is what I think Blitz is doing best. Yes. I love this Dexter Loomis. Like, I love Dexter Loomis anyway. You remember I was talking about it during his NXT days. Mm-hmm. This is gold. Mm-hmm. This is, but when do we get the inevitable match? I'm certain. You know, the yes, this is fun, but as always, we kind of wonder what the end game is, right? Yeah, so, that, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's like, I love the story. I love the promos and stuff, but you good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... I don't know when the end game. I feel like because what the next one's extreme rules. Right? Extreme rules, yes. That that feels like a pretty good spot to have it. Oh. Especially, you know. Yeah, the, of course. Do it at Mrs. House. I would. Mm. Raising. <laughs> Do they get? Maurice involved at Mrs. House. <laughs> you already made it bad. Then you really decided it's, to just make it worse. It's worse. You almost have to. Hmm? You almost have to? No, there's no almost about it. Yeah, I mean, she's hard to ignore. That's she's got charisma for days. I mean, <laughs> it's like. Two huge bags of charisma. Now he's just milking it. I tried for a good ten minutes. And I lost the battle. You guys are horrible. So if you can't beat him, Rapper, what do you do? You might as well join them. Uh, can we just can we just move on at this point? Sure. Because we're never going to get out of When are we getting the match between Dexter Loomis and the Miz at Miz's house or somewhere? Oh, my dear Lord. Me and the listeners hated that just now. Okay. It's fine. Tra- Travis did the that thing right in the microphone. What a jerk. He doesn't care about our listeners. Well, he well was, that's your fault for not muting me. Because I knew you were going to horse lips it. He is instructing Dexter Loomis <laughs> on what to do during the match. You know, sad thing is, he probably would. Wow. Nay. I I stand by my statement. I there stand were no, by mine. There were no... The there were no... Snake. There were no horse lips. There were no poundings of the tables. There was no ooh-wahs. There was nothing at the school. But you come here, and it's like, oh, bam, bam, bam. Horse lips, all these things. I didn't want to offend the fans, I so I made a weird noise. at the school, which I usually did. We have new... Yeah. 
We have new women's tag team champions in Damage Control and EO Sky and uh, Dakota Kai. We definitely need some damage control for this show. Oh, man. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I had you muted. Oh, oh man. No, so sad. I can't believe I did that. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it. Do you, want, do you want to switch chairs? You guys have a passive-aggressive day here. I'm so, not saying it again. We have new champions. Should we have new champions at this point? I say no. Not right now. I just saved it for Extreme Rules. Thoughts, McCarthy? I think it should have gone to Sky and Dakota in the first place. Agreed. So, I'm saying. But I, I think they should have kept it a little bit longer. I think you do. Because I think you could have kept this. Because it was developing into a good story between the tag team champions because Raquel was doing all the work. That's a good story. Sure. People get frustrated when they have to do everything. You know. I mean, a lot of people would. You ever been in them school projects? Sometimes those are horrible. You ever been in Snapman Productions? I mean, you guys are carrying my ass. You do commentary, all right? I do quite well, actually. You guys are great. Oh, that's the one thing I do okay. I don't do much else. Travis doesn't do very good at staying in the camera. I don't do a lot of things standing up very well. You said standing in the camera. Staying. Staying. Oh. I said staying in the well, it camera. came out standing. Oh, it sounded like standing from over here. Oh. Wrong My mistake. Um, do you think that they should have switched the belts out? No. How do you feel? How, how do you feel about damage control as a whole? I've seen a lot of negative thoughts. I like mind. damage control, but I like Bailey. I liked it when she made the heel turn. I like it. It's is it my favorite character on wrestling programming? No, but she's really good at it, mm-hmm. and she is dedicated to it, and she is doing everything she possibly can to not only get herself over, but people around her over in that gimmick. But, she's, I, think, but I think she's starting to lose people, and I'll tell you why. And 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 this is where we can come to you. She got eaten alive by the dreaded, the iconic, the dreaded, what chance? Thank you, Steve. Uh, But I still don't think she got ate alive, though, because she she responded and then ignored it. And Austin Theory also, we should talk about for a second, he he also got the dreaded, what chance? Now they're just doing it to do it. So Uh, the way wrestling fans have been for like the last 10 years, and it's flipping annoying. Well... But they don't do it to okay, the, li- the WWE live audience tends to do it yeah, more. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I'm not trying to be partial. No, I don't hear it as much I don't, in You don't hear no, it in AEW. Right, right. I don't hear it in Impact. And no, you, you hear yeah. it in WWE because that's where it came from, uh, so it, it makes sense that it's, it's there. It's it would home. be so out of place anywhere else. It's Again, I, and I was telling this to McCarthy before you got here before we went on the air, it's so odd that that's going to be Stone Cold's lasting impact to the business in 50 years. It's weird. Like, as great as he's been, he was on the the yeah, tail end of his career wrestling-wise, and that's going to be, in 50 years, you know, we'll talk about Steve. Like, you know, I'm not ever saying that. We're not going to forget how great he was. But I'm saying his lasting impact is going to be that. It's 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 odd. Uh, but let's talk about those what chants. Bailey getting them, Austin Theory getting them. What are you, where are you on damage control, and do you think that the what chance last night are a sign that maybe people are losing a little interest quickly in damage control, or is that just a, a rogue crowd? 
I think it's just a road crowd. I agree with him. She didn't really get eaten alive by him. It just, it kind of developed. I think by the end of it, she actually got them back, at least on her side, in terms of them booing her more than they just wanted her. Uh, damage control in general, I, I still enjoy. I think they're on the right track. I don't necessarily think they should have won the, the titles last night. Or Yeah, last night. Mm-hmm. I agree with McCarthy. It should have maybe been save for extreme rules. Like that's fine. Build up the story if you want to a little bit. Is it the worst thing in the world that they got the titles? No, because everybody wanted them to see that. Wanted them to have the titles anyway, so it's not a big deal. It's just kind of personal preference. You probably would have liked to seen them have a storyline with it. I think the reason why people are so down on damage control for the most part, is because it's Bailey and then it's two people that can't really talk for themselves. Like that That's the problem with sometimes with these three-man three or three-woman groups is more often than not, you get one person that can talk really, really well and two people who really can. The reason New Day has worked for so long is because every single one of those people can talk. Xavier can talk, Kofi can talk, Biggie can talk. They all can talk. Um, there's a couple other different examples, but that's the most recent one I can think of. But when you have a group where only the main person is the one that talks the most and the other two really aren't that good in the mic, people are going to lose interest because Bailey's the sole reason that you're probably focused on it because they make her the focus because she's the one that can talk. Any thoughts on that? <coughs> she formed damage control. She should be the only one talking. I mean, yeah. No, but, but that ain't always the case. All no. The, all the, right now. All the horsemen talk. Right now. All evolution right now. talked. For right now. They talked a little bit. For, 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 for right now. For right now. Dakota Kai is almost there. If that's not a rogue crowd, we and we'll find out next week. Yeah, we will. If that's not a rogue crowd, we are at... Almost red alert level of we got to switch something up because this faction between the three of them that are insane the town of women right this should be gold this on paper you write it down it should be gold but if this isn't a rogue crowd if San Jose gives them any sort of the same treatment we now know there's a disconnect well and once is once is weird twice is a trend here's the other problem they got put in a bad spot because. If you remember, the original feud was supposed to include Becky. Remember, she got hurt. Mm, yeah. That put a real big shot in the arm of this entire thing. I think you're you're kind of seeing that a little bit. Because now it, it, you're, you're not having that other key baby face to kind of take this whole thing on. It's just, it's Bianca and then it's them. It well, and it's there's no there's no real direction. Like okay, so yeah, she wants to take over the women's division. She wants the Raw Women's Championship. But aside from that, there's no direction. Like they say, like, they want to put a shot in the arm in the women's division, but they're not. They they've and this is part booking, part writing, part lack of communication. I would assume. Is that like okay? So you want to elevate the women's division? So you should be wrestling more people. You kind of wrestled all the same people. It's only been a month, if that. 
I know. It's and, you can't wrestle everybody in three weeks. And we've turned Alexa Bliss and Oscar into the personal bodyguards of Yeah, that seems weird. Uh, I I I don't think because, Well that's that's the point I was gonna make is I'm sorry, I don't care about Alexa Bliss or Oscar. Not right now. No. They haven't given us a reason to. Like sweet, Triple H put them in matches on TV. Right. Awesome. Thank you, Hunter. Thank even, you. Even Alexa Bliss has commented that her character right now is so dry. Yeah, there's nothing so dry. There, I, I, I will go to, I'll go to my, my damn grave believing there was no reason to cut the fiend Alexa. Nope. it worked. It, it really worked. worked. You know, and because if you look at and that would be right, and even Triple H Modern's itself kind of a movie, right? Look. Hardy Quinn is almost as relevant as the Joker right now in pop culture. Maybe not quite just because the Joker has a more lineage, but it's close. I think he's she's surpassed him, actually. She is so popular exactly. right now. It's right. crazy. And I'm saying you can debate that, and that's, that's whatever. That's my point. Is like, you she was good enough. She doesn't need the fiend. Like, he can forever be a part of her story. She broke, just like the Joker broke Harley Quinn, she can be, he can be that, whether he comes back or not. And if he ever does, then we can go from there. But there was money in that because people like myself liked the character. We liked The Fiend, as you know I did, and John Sternricker and others. And I was a big advocate of the the of the Alexa Bliss that was with The Fiend. Now it's this weird-ass hybrid they're going with. It's like... it's like and At a, this point, it's not even yeah. a hybrid. She's like completely Alexa Bliss again. Well, but... Just th- holding th- Lily. Th- it's this weird... Like, you're right, it, but it's... I don't it, even think she had Lily. The last time she wrestled, it's like uh, it's hard if she did. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like if you took what was. Remember how when Taker went and turned back to the Dead Man, it was it's known that era is known as the Hybrid Undertaker, right? Mm -hmm. It's like if you took that and it failed. That's what we're going with here. It's this hybrid weird Alexa Bliss, but there's no. She should still like. How did she lose her demonic powers? There should still be tie-ins. Well, they did that. She went to counseling. She yes, didn't so much lose she them. She forget. She, she, she forgot how to. She didn't see a priest. She she <laughs> see see. But but here's the thing. We, yeah. go, she didn't forget all of those things. She hid them. Well, does that mean she's gonna bust them back out eventually? Maybe. All right. Let's give her a story first and well, go from there. Like, because that's a problem. Aside, tell me, you would not be interested in a conversation between that Alexa Bliss and Oscar. That'd be great. That'd be hilarious. That'd be fantastic. That would be. Almost all of Oscar's conversations are hilarious. And, that's true. And let's get the, you know, let's I don't get the understand half of them. That's not even why. It's the way she delivers everything. It's I know. Not even not whether you understand what she says or not. It's her delivery. It's great. And the Harley Quinn Alexa Bliss. screaming matches. And can you imagine the Harley Quinn Alexa Bliss in a, in a segment or even a story with Dexter Loomis at some point down the line? <laughs> money. Uh, money. I got money coming out of my ass here. No man, no, that's that's any place you can get it in this time uh, in these times of tight. All right, all right. Lastly, on Raw before we take a break, 20. I worked hard for that. I've been up all night. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. last, lastly, on Raw <laughs> before we go in depth on before we take a break, uh, Johnny Gargano defeated Chad Gable in a catches catch can old school. If you didn't like this, turn off your television because you don't like what we do. This was. Give me this, and I'll say Vince who. Give me this. Ah, chef's kiss. Hunter, I love you. Come here, let's make out, you hairy bastard. Uh, (laughs) Because this is what it's about. Two guys 
you know, Jordan Gargano, we can kind of paint him as the underdog. Oh, can decide he had a hell of a run in NXT. Let's not act like he was screwed. But Chad Gable, in the first time in a long time, got to show what he can truly do in that ring. Don't give me all the shoes. That's great, right? I like it. Oh, those shoes is hilarious, I had a shoes lined up. Here, here's, a, here's a true story. It's very quick. Shushkiff, I had it lined up. I had I had it ready to hit send as soon as McPherson would have hit the field goal that wasn't. And I was, because I was going to say shush to you, right? Because <laughs> I, I had the gif, and I was ready to hit send. I said, as soon as McPherson hits his extra point, boom, game over. Didn't happen, so I never sent the shush. Had it there. So... It's great, but this <laughs> is what it's about. Any thoughts on this match before we take a breather? That's it. All right. Yeah, pretty much. Anything yeah. else you want to say? Um, it was Gold. like watching Benoit and Angle wrestle each other again. Yeah, special. That's, it was it was special, man. And it, th- we'll have one of those comments again later. I promise. I want one of those. Uh, oh, I know. Frankly, I want to. I want. I'd like a sixty man iron, sixty minute Ironman match between those two. <laughs> uh, uh, With Kurt Angle as the special guest referee. Do you want to read that? Bobby Thomas. Bobby Thomas. Dexter has a mystique to him, just like Undertaker, King, Sting, Abashango, Boogeyman. Yeah, he's got presence. Bobby, I completely agree. I completely agree with you. Yeah, there is a certain vibe. You know, I'm not. I'm not sure I'll ever put anyone in the Undertaker's class because I'm a Mark, but Mark for Mark. See, but yeah, I completely agree, Bobby. Thank you for watching. Hope you're well, brother. Love you. Uh, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Is Bobby Thomas? Hi, buddy. Uh, hi, Buster. But yeah, I, I agree. Dexter Loomis has got it in spades. I think, you know, he's not ever going to be the cornerstone of your company because of his gimmick. But I think there's there's a. I, I would love to get to the point someday where he has a, a small WWE title run, if you know, if we ever get there. Uh, I'm going to take the last part of Raw because I can. I liked the opening with Matt Riddle and Finn Balor. Good match. Here's what I don't understand. They got no brouhaha, did Riddle and Seth freaking Rollins, right? Yeah. One, and, and Seth Rollins talks about, I want to move on. Yeah. Move on. And then they get into the brawl. Brouhaha, right? The kerfluffle. And then Seth Rollins comes back out after the brouhaha, even though you're the man that wants to move on. Why? Yes, because nothing screams move on in wrestling like I just stomped your ass. Well, because it, it was a ploy, see. No, but it's He's not. playing more mind no, games. No. He said, look, I'm done, but ha, 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 I got you because I'm not done with you. But, That's what that was. But if that was the case, then when Kevin Patrick... Would have interviewed him. He just said, "Ah, that was just a ploy." And instead, he said, "I've moved on." Of course, he's going to keep saying it because he's Seth Rollins. He's crazy. No, that's no. that's what it really boils down to. He's deranged. Of course, he's not done with him. Uh, it's I don't. He's I, moved on, but he deserves more punishment. That, There's that, a difference. That's not how it works. <laughs> we no. got to take a break. We do. We do. do. All right. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk Dynamite, Rampage, and whatever the hell else we think of. I tried, Keep watching. I tried.
Huh? Personality wise, is there anything that you're like that's totally his mother, not me? Because yeah, I, because again, it's a very limited time. You're around him all the time, his whole life. But I'm like, he is. He has every yeah. one of your mannerisms. Yeah, he is Jason to a T. He's got because he, in he's got you know he's got that that sarcasm. He has your kindness. He's got everything you got. It's it's really freaky and cool at the same time. There's something in there. I don't know. He's because he's got the same. He'll because you guys will go through this weird shit where you, when they ask for something, you'll act like you're bothered by it, but you're not, and then you quickly reassure that person that you're not. <laughs> And so, and I love that gag because he's got the same favorite. that same mannerism of essentially give you the shirt off the back if you need it. Um, it's really cool, really cool. This is, this is depressing. You're doing a hell of a job, with that young man. I try. I'm sorry they didn't unthaw all day because it's not 90 degrees outside. I could have just let you sit there thirsty. You could, boy. I wish, boy. I wish I was that big. By the way, I, I was. Th- what's the, the joke? Way, by the way, yeah. Because I, I was going to say, don't I, I think Rhea Ripley is probably pegging all three of them. And, ah! and she's certainly pegging Don Mysterio. <laughs> we're off the air, right? Yes. I think Rhea Mysterio, I think Dom is getting fucked in the ass by Rhea Ripley. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Because their whole relationship screams it. Whole <laughs> relationship. I think they go. does. Who's, who's the real Dom in this situation? I, I think Rhea Ripley is taking a strap on, and I think she is fucking his ass up. Rhea <sighs> says, I'm the real Dom. Yeah, but, Hurry up! Do you think I'm real, though? I'm not disagreeing with anything that you're saying. But, and in exchange, I'm sure he gets to munch on the maybe carpet. That, maybe that's the difference between him and you. You're more You'll get there. That is, that is, he is not efficient. He is not punctual at all. But maybe that is it. Like, I'm sure he gets to, you know, see all the good stuff. And But, yeah, that's that's it. I think that's it. And now you see why I had to say that now. Eight years later, we're not live. See, even that was you. Yeah. Because you would do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, because you would. Shut up. You would. You just you go, fuck off, I'll go slower. <laughs> oh, that is a thing. It is. Yep. I hate you both. Hate that we know you so well. And matter, you hate that you know us so well. You guys, almost ready? Not you. Well, I'm gonna wait till he. You know, I'm not gonna have him slam the door as soon as we start. Because then that's a big goal. You couldn't wait five more seconds. No, I couldn't. Nancy, this is egregious. They should have been out the door five minutes ago. Well, I'm sorry that I had to find socks. Whose fault is that? That you have to find them. Instead of knowing where you keep them, because you put them away. I wonder who that is. I don't throw your socks around. I put them in a basket for you to put away. If yeah. they get thrown no around, random you... location inside of the basket. Literally, they're covered by everything. 
Uh-huh. Fold your clothes. That'll solve your problem. Fold and put away your clothes. Solves your problem. I mean, you get to talk to yourself, and it's not weird. What's that like? That was so you, and you hid. <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh, my gosh, is this fucking weird. Like, normally people talk to themselves, but it's, you know. Yeah, we kind of judge it. Yeah. But instead it's like. You get to totally do it on cool. a daily basis. Because that's. And it's a, not weird. Because he. It's refreshing. He had this weird way of he wasn't disrespecting you, but also I'm going to go do what I do. And it's also your fault. It was this. He is. There's still that uh, beach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good kid. He is a good kid. All right. You ready to raise hell? Father's, Maybe. Father's a cat. Yeah, I hate him. Wow. Jeez. Thought we were friends. We're live. And welcome back, everybody, to the Turnbuckle, presented by Bruiser Nation and Snapmare Productions. Alongside me for this last hour of fun barrage is Mr. McCarthy and Mr. Napper. Um, All right, let's talk a little dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. Let's talk a little dynamite. Let's talk a little dynamite. Little dynamite. So Tony Khan kicked off dynamite, vacating the world championship and the trios titles. We talked in depth about that at uh, and and uh, to kick off the show. So we he, he's now doing the tournament of champions, which sounds like he got it from a Dragon Ball Z episode. Maybe he uh, did. Yeah, he was watching the Cell games. He might have. Yeah. And so, what do you think of another tournament? We got that started. We'll talk in depth about that in a moment. But was it the right call for World Title to go with another tournament? Uh, because I'll start with you on that. I think it was either that or like a Fatal 4-Way. And this actually might be better. We'll get to see a couple of matches that we haven't seen before. A couple of rematches that we might not have seen for a while. So, I, th- I think there's... The situation you're put in, the only bad decision is to just give it to a guy. You're in between a rock and a hard place. You just got to grapple your way out of it the best you can. What say you, Napper? I agree with him. I don't think there was a bad decision outside of, here, you're the champion now. Like Triple H. Moxley, you're yeah. the champion. All those years ago off, when Bishop had the world title. Yeah, mm-hmm. here. Or like they do after every draft. Oh, you're the champion now. Oh, you're the no, champion. That's, that's different. Sweet. That's trading. That's different. It's still just as stupid, yeah. but it's different. Yeah, it's treating world titles like Pokemon cards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I went the blue one. I went the red one. But what do I know? I only care too Ooh, much. What kind of a feud could that be for tag team champions to be caught in a kerfluffle? Because one wants red, one wants blue. If that happens, Vince is still booking. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. He's still booking. <laughs> if that happens, yeah. it's over. Or maybe it's because me and Triple H are friends. No. If you, yeah, that's not no. it. If you were his friend, you wouldn't suggest yes, such an yes. idea. And if he was your friend, he would talk <laughs> you off the ledge. Come on now. Get down. Uh, all right. So uh, do you think you made the right call with the trio titles? You just booked that match that night. Bam, we got a winner. Uh, yeah. I thought, he, I thought he should have booked the tournament there. Because there's not enough. There's, we talked about there's no story with the trio titles. We're trying to get those started. Frankly, in AEW, if you're getting back on the right page, maybe CM Punk can help with that. That's way down the line. Um, that one's harder, though, because the people that he had booked in the tournament, you 
probably couldn't have yeah. booked again. Yeah. And I, they with had a, Dark they had, Order they had a injured. Super kick, they had a super kick party at CM Punk's door. Yeah. And, well, we, and not only that, this you got to remember, this match was already booked. Yeah. They already had the trios match booked. So it almost just made sense. We're already doing one. Might as well. Yeah. They didn't have to do anything special. There's already a bit of a story behind it because best friends and Death Triangle actually hate each other. I mean, I don't know actually, but at least in storyline wise, they hate each other. And it was it's just kind of there. Well, like you, you what's uh Osprey's group's name? United Empire or something yes. like that. Yes. Irre- irrelevant. Wow, <coughs> egregious. Oh, did I get it wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. It's so mean. But like they were out, they probably weren't going to Come back for this. That's egregious, bro. <laughs> Dark Order couldn't because of Alex Reynolds' injury. And then Superkick Party. Right. So, uh, you know, it's it's t- tough spot. you got to do what you got to do. Uh, like we talked about, glad it was a pre-tape. Good call on Tony. Let's just get it out there. And we're moving on to hopefully bigger and better things. You know, we'll see what happens with Punk and the Elite down the line. Nice, nice crawl. Appreciate you. Uh, and and second verse same as appreciate you too, Junior. Thanks. Uh, and so now let's talk about the returning MJF. Yes. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He returned to a hell of an ovation. Uh, he was playing the sarcastic babyface for the first ten minutes, uh, and it was it was golden. Uh, it felt weird. It, felt it did feel so, so weird. weird. It felt weird. Um. But in a year of strange, this would fit, right? Uh, twenty twenty two is going to get out as one of the weirdest years ever, by the way. Uh, and we still got some time. We had some weird ones in the past too. Yeah, and then twenty twenty two said, "Hold my babarahe." Um, so MJF back plays the babyface for the first ten minutes. Moxley comes out. Um, MJF probably should have did some snow angels uh, during all that. Um, What'd you think of the promo? What do you think of the face-off? Any thoughts? Start with you, Napper. I, like you guys said, that was it was just weird because it almost didn't even feel. Usually, whenever people do that kind of stuff, they kind of really go heavy on the sarcasm and make you believe, like, okay, he's gonna turn back and you know spit in our face. But like, he went full baby face for a good solid ten minutes, and I'm like. Wait, he's babyface now? That's not normal. Getting a jam. Like, push he, it did it, he, he did it very well to the point where I was like, oh, wow, they really turned him babyface like that quickly? That's how they got they got me like that, too. I was like, hold on, wait, what? Like, why? And the crowd's just going with it. Yeah. Even though in the back of your mind, you're like, this it can't be right. Yeah, yeah, he did it in New York. They're, yeah. They'll fall for anything. But it's MJF, so you're like, I don't know. Yeah. This is weird, but I kind of like this weird. Yeah. Like, like, I'm uncomfortable, but I like. it's okay. Like, what is going on? Yeah. I flipped you off it all out on the face now. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped you off. I, love me. I, I can't really think of anybody in recent memory that could do that. Like no. MJF. Like, I don't even... I, I take New York out of the equation. Randy? Maybe, 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 maybe like, Randy he's like now. That, like, yeah, he's like that cool guy that could like go out there, make you fall, you know, fall in love with him, really like him. I'm gonna be, and a- then just like RKO somebody out of nowhere. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. For the first five minutes or so, of Seth Rollins promo it was kind of the same thing. 
last night. Yeah, that's... Yeah. The first five minutes or so, it felt babyface. And then when they started chanting rematch, he went, Nope. I told you I'm moving on. Damn it. So didn't it also feel a little babyface just the first five minutes last yeah, night? No, like, that's right. the only, like, like that's the only thing I can pop up that I can kind of compare it to. Uh, but it just proves to MJF's incredible ability on the mic. He's one of the greatest stick talkers of all time. He really is. He I thought the Moxie promo was weird. It was, it was weird. I know what he was trying to get across, and it was 100% John Moxley. Yeah, but why was he given that time? Because I would have gave it to him because he was so close to the title. You can't... You give Jericho the backstage because he was apparently the leader in the locker room at some point after the fluffle during the meeting, whenever it happened. And you so give Daniels in the win because so was he. And I think and Moxley, to be honest, you know, he doesn't always have the greatest runs. He doesn't always have the greatest matches. It was a good promo. But, like but it you're, just, you're it gonna felt so weird. Yeah, it, it was weird to have it doesn't normally do that. Segment. I think that's why it was so weird because he went on for another ten minutes. Yeah, and I think that's why it was weird. Like, but man. John Moxley has this really weird way of telling you a story. <laughs> and if you're not, he does kind of go through the forest on it. He does, yeah. and I think that anyone. I, I think his book is a good read. His book is the way he cuts promos. He He's just book. different. Yeah, hell yeah, I got his book. I didn't know he had a book. And it's it's just a different type of cat. And and I think and it was less structured because of what he was trying to get his real emotion out of it. And I think it's really poignant. Of big word, poignant. What CM Punk was doing in the back. Because he made a point to say we started this to get away from the old way of pro wrestling, and I'm like, well, who would have tried to bring in old way and BS? Well, there's only one that's caused a kerfluffle. Whether it was all him or not, I don't know. But kerfluffle's about him right now, and you know, you hear he tells people to stop doing things that got him over. He's all mad about this, mad about that. It's like, well. Moxley just call him out a little bit too. It felt like it at that, and I didn't. You know, I didn't fault it. I, you know, <laughs> the reality is, is right now CM Punk is on the outs, and you got to use that. Yeah. Even on TV, you have to use that. It doesn't point to what he's going to do in the future. We have no idea. But right now, yeah, you got to use that. We can't just act like it doesn't exist. I'll tell you who I do feel bad for the the five thousand fans that don't keep up with the dirt sheets and have no idea what's going on. Like, they don't pay attention to all the stuff. Like, the moms yeah, and dads that yeah. got drugged to AEW. Yeah. Like, what is going? Who? Uh, or, or or the 14-year-olds that yeah, get drugged to AEW. Yeah. Uh, what? Ah, in my son's case. Yeah. So you spend the whole car backstory. All right, a lot <laughs> happened here. This is what happened. Yeah. And he's going, oh, dad, Oh, my God, I, I so do that. Huh? So did that. You did, To didn't. both shows. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Well, you could start in a progressive career. And he's though. still, I could. you know, the still one becoming to our shows. Wow, that's a, I don't give a backstory to our shows. I don't know what the hell. No, going I on. know, but still, like, I just know I show up, try to do my job, and get out. That's me too. Um, Same. So uh, that's how how I uh, feel on that, and I respect what you're saying. Yeah, Moxley, Moxley is in many ways he's the AEW fan. What it reminded me of seeing that promo and just seeing him in general, is the Sandman in ECW. Sandman was awful as a wrestler. 
but his personality, and Moxley's not awful as a wrestler, but I'm saying the Sandman in many ways was ECW. He's one of them. That's why it got over. That's why it worked. That's why That's why when Sandman still gets butchered on these indie gigs with 300 people, people stand up and when, when you hear Inner Sandman because he's one of you. And that's why it was okay for John Moxley to cut that promo because John Moxley is one of you. He's the average, you know, it's an insult, but Jim Cornette is, he means it in a, an insulting way, but Jim Cornette is kind of right when he says, he always says that, that he calls him Balding Plumber Moxley uh, because that's what he thinks he looks like. And he means it as an insult, but really what Jim's missing is that Moxley is the common man. Moxley is the regular guy. Moxley is not playing a character, really. It's just kind of him turned up to 10. Yeah. And, and so the authenticity is what gives Moxley the right to kind of cut that promo. Like I said, similar in some ways to... You know, you remember one night in 2005, why people went nuts for Sandman. Why? Because he's you. He's a he's a regular beer drinker. You know, you know what Sandman was doing before he was a wrestler? He was a he was a horrible construction worker with a several several jail stints. He's just a regular he's a, he's a regular common screw up guy, and I don't mean that in an insulting way, just just a guy with pitfalls like a lot of people are. And so that's, and John Moxley kind of the same way. You know how many, and this isn't to make light of the struggles, do you know how many average folks at home go, I probably drink too much? You know how many people are, are coming home and, you know, a lot of people in this world. I used to drink way too much. And, and so, so Moxley is in, he is so relatable to, especially the AEW fan, because the AEW isn't this, souped up superhero world that WWE usually is. He's an average guy, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why Vince felt like he had to have a locker room full of Chippendale dancers. I don't, I'll never understand that, and I hope that's something that changes in the Triple H era, though he also has pushed the narrative of you got to look like a Chippendale dancer because look at him. Um, so it, it just is odd to me uh, that it has to be that way. But yeah, that's why Moxley can cut that promo. Uh, we'll move it along here. Death Triangle gets the win. They're the new tree. Nothing else you could do. You're right. Yeah, there's really uh, is. Especially and, when this is booked all right. Like, because they had that standoff in the back at All Out. and right. They booked the match in like five minutes. And hopefully this is something to get Death Triangle back over because they've been cooled off ever since, frankly, the Ooh. pandemic was over. And you know what? Who else deserves the distinction of being the first man to hold two AEW championships at the same time. I almost can't think of anybody better than, than Pop. Yeah, Pac that, that, to, to whatever his name is. Receive is that, that distinction. Death. I mean, he's Pick been there Pop. since day one, uh, other than when he was stuck in Europe because of the pandemic. He's been there, busting his ass. He deserves it. Yeah, give him a chance to run with the ball. Let's see what we can do. Uh, any thoughts on that? At, uh, that? No, I thought it was a great decision. I, I was glad to see it. I I would have been fine with either decision, honestly. I think but I would have I, too. But, but I think I agree with you, and I agree, especially him. You know, this was a good shot to get Death Triangle back up to prominence where they where they belong. Yeah, not even where they where they should be, where they belong because they are a great group together. And you know, like you said, with with Pac, he deserves to have that kind of that ball to run with. Because right now you you kind of need those guys. Yeah, you're a little short, and, and I, I think he's a guy you can kind of you know latch your horse to, and well, and, and that's another reason why I think all the guys that were involved in the in the fight backstage 
need to start back down at the bottom. Yeah. Because now, now not only have a lot of these guys gotten you through a pandemic. <coughs> now they're getting you through Now this. they're getting you through the hardest time locker room business-wise that you've been through, where you had all these plans, and they are all out the window. Like, at least with the pandemic, they filmed, like, 30 matches in, like, a day and got everybody home and then figured something out later. Mm. Like, this one, it's like... You're really on the floor. It's like, oh, my God. It's a four title holders out the door for right now. Mm. Dear Lord, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, Danielson defeated Hangman Adam Page. Um, this was not their best match by any means. Bad. Yeah, 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 but it wasn't but, their best. But they set the bar so high. Uh, you know, I, I think the the right guy won. Um, I'm at the point where I don't think Danielson needs to be in the black the, the combat club. He's just, I think he's just there. He's just above it, really. I, I, Moxley sense. is too. They're just both kind of there. Yeah, and so it's because they want they want to grow the the young lions, if you will. They're just kind of there. Well, then those young lions are going to have to take advice and get off their phones, according to Brian Danielson. But the thing with Moxley is that it it fits his gimmick. That that's why it's so, why he would probably stick around. Can I give a rebuttal to that? The one thing that doesn't fit his gimmick is that he has a mentor that he'll listen to. Not regal, yeah, but it doesn't fit his gimmick to have him. John Moxley is this kind of PG ish Stone Cold Steve Austin in terms of I do what I want to do. Well, he still does that. And if, and and frankly, from pedigree standpoint, let's be honest, why would John Moxley, whose resume is better than William Regal, listen to William Regal? Because William Regal screwed up his opportunities with his issues. And I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm talking about on resume kayfabe wise, but it's still William Regal. Oh, hey, nobody loves power mm-hmm. punch more than me. I was hyped to see it's him. It's still I'm William Regal. So, that's, that's, that's for Steven, all right? <laughs> no, Out of respect for yeah. two men that have gone through troubles and tribulations. And I love that they literally, by the way, they can't decide on William Regal's ring name. Sometimes he is Lord, and then other times he's William Regal. I think they just don't care. What, like, whatever. I mean, not, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, it's what fine. Gonna call him whatever. Both. Maybe it depends where they're at. Because <laughs> on, on the His AW, lordship only extends to certain parts. On on the AEW website, on the roster, he's Lord Steven slash William Regal. Yeah, they're not like whatever. It's whatever they feel like. It's just like the little words under their yeah. in their lower thirds. He it's should just be king now. nonsense. He should be king. King? King Regal? I mean, I guess. I suppose. Ah, uh, that's the one thing I forgot to do, isn't it? Yeah, it's all right. Uh, that's okay. It's all right. <laughs> uh, Tony Storm uh, defeated Penelope Ford. I thought this was completely pointless. Why are we not cashing in on the Kip Sabian angle? You booked a big angle, and he, he was back, and then he stands over the bag again. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you feel about it, McCarthy? I mean, I was more worried about Tony Storm and Penelope Ford than Kip Sabian. Because, <laughs> well, this is a good test not only for Tony Storm to see how she can handle being champion and to see where Penelope Ford was. And I think they both looked very well because Penelope Ford is recently off an injury. So I think sure. the, the match went off very yeah. well, very little you know, mistakes-wise, not really clunky, but not as smooth as you would like. 
No, I thought the match was fine. Yeah. I just don't understand. I was more surprised he didn't say anything. I just don't understand why we're not like you booked that big angle. Kip Sabian, he's back. Oh my God, look at him. He's Danny Phantom with the hair. Um, see what he did there. Maybe that's um, tomorrow. Maybe that's tomorrow. Uh, but why? Same thing with Jordan Gargano on Raw. Why are we taking weeks to cash in? Why did I watch last week if you're if you're There's going only to so much time? Didn't book that in. Didn't account for that next week. I better put that in, and then suddenly we just change our mind. Maybe they ran out. Maybe someone went over. I mean, what are we, Vince? I don't know. I mean, it's fine. Continuity is what I care about. But it is kind of continuity because once again we're being forced to forget about Kip Sabian, just like we were the last time. Believe me, I can go the rest of my life not remembering Kip Sabian. Wow, it's it's so mean. I mean, he's not the one thing we all remember. Yeah, but he's that's hardly his fault. But, Just because he got sabled, but it's not his fault. But all kidding aside, like, and I'm not knocking <laughs> Kip Sabian, but in a lot of ways, he's a popcorn fart. Like, it doesn't he is he is irrelevant. And I, like, you can call that meme. Is it mean or is it factual? I mean, he's been gone for At the two moment, years. It's mean. Why? It's very mean. Because he hasn't had a chance to prove himself. Well, it's pretty darn sad that his boss didn't give him any sort of opportunity the next week after we booked the angle that gets him back. It's fine. I, like, yeah, I know I'm nitpicking, it but it, I know I'm nitpicking, but it pisses me off. It pisses me off. I, I complained about Gargant. Like, come on, what are we doing? Let's go. Strike while the iron is hot. You have to acknowledge that we are a society that we What's have- your issue with Gargant? I didn't understand why it took him three weeks to get in the ring, and the, the next week they book him. In, like after the return, they booked him. Remember that weird empty arena segment where, like, why aren't we cashing in? Because you're making people salivate for it. But we're not a society that can salivate anymore. We're all yes, we are. After, huh? I don't know, man. I, yeah, some I of these long-term stories that both companies have been putting on have been getting eaten up by the audience. Mm-hmm. Whether we like them all or not, it's irrelevant. The, the main audience of these companies. I mean, think about it. The next one has been going on for like yeah. five weeks. People still love the Roman thing. Or, you know, your it's getting a ex- expiration for a date folks. may vary for some people, but it's still a, a long-form story that they did well. And I think that's... it's The problem is with Kip Sabian, there's, there, there was nothing. He could have challenged somebody, or oh, here's an idea: challenge Miro, who's doing nothing. Because like, I totally see, your, I totally see your point. Well, like, Miro's currently angry at God. Uh, like, did you see that promo on that? But it's because like, he turned his back on him. I'm like, this is well. As a believer, I went easy, pal. Come on now, <laughs> that was. But he said it was his God. He didn't necessarily say it was yours. I'm a fair. I don't. You know. don't know who Miro prays to. Well, he's quoted Bible verses on Twitter a lot. I'm pretty sure. I am. I am talking about Miro on AEW television, not the real life. No, see, that's another problem with this damn business. (laughs) (laughs) Get about the character Miro on television, not the real life Miro. I just that is that uh, is religious, like all the other ones are. I think that I think that that with Gargano with. With some of those things, you got to strike while we're at the climax time. And let's be honest, we're past the point of climax with Roman Reigns. Everything else is like we feel like Drew is it because we're getting to the point now. We're gonna we're gonna do this weird thing well, with Gargano. We, we weren't there yet. 
I just don't understand why you book him in an empty arena, two-minute thing, the week after he returns, people are excited, oh my gosh, and that is our follow-up. I don't understand that. Maybe I'm wrong. I just don't get it. Uh, it doesn't mean it's horrible. I just, I, I think, you see the reaction he got. Cash. Cash in. Go. Well, and, and they're working on it. All right. There. All right. All right. You also what, remember, he's what, also a new parent. What if? I, in... If what gonna, if? If we're going to kayfabe Miro, then I don't care about his kayfabe kid. Like, no, it's what, not a... What if? Oh, jeez. Because just, like, just because Johnny Gargano doesn't like Austin Theory anymore, it doesn't mean he dislikes Dexter Loomis. What if this is all a plan? All a plan, all together. Gargano's taking his time, not trying to wrestle too much, so that Dexter Loomis can be the knight in shining armor. And pull Tommaso Ciampa out of the clutches of the Miz so that they can reform DIY and take the Raw Universe SmackDown Universal nice Tag Team Championships. Could have just said the tag titles. Okay, our truth. Jeez. I 95 European hardcore. But maybe you're right. I'm not, I don't think that overall I'm afraid to admit I'm wrong on this show. I've done it before. I, you know, I've admitted when I, when I got something wrong. True. I, I'm just saying. So I, I just thought it popped into my head. So ADD, sorry. So I'll keep I'll keep watching and hoping. All right. Speaking of guys, I think have lost a little luster. Wardlow. That's so sad. Do you agree that he's lost? Yes, luster? because he's not doing anything. We're like, not doing nothing. Right. We're not cashing so, in, are we? No. Th- this one I totally agree on because he Dang. was the hottest thing in the company. Yep. When he won that title, according to women, he still is. <laughs> and. He's just look. I like the powerbomb symphony stuff. I do, but we got to get some more substance because there's not really a story right now. Like all, all we need is a dude that's a mid Carter to challenge him because he wants the TNT championship. Like, why don't you have a guy like I don't know? Maybe Scobrius guy's hurt. But I'm going to use him as an example. Mm-hmm. He got that title over. He, he helped get that title over before he held it because it was important to him. It's like Wardlow got it and no one wants it. That's yeah. bad. Whether you want to go up against the big dude or not, you still want that title. Mm-hmm. If you're if you because in this business, something. you want a title, so it should it it should trump the the fear of giant Wardlow destroying you. More guys should be clamoring for that TNT championship, Agreed. and they're not. And, and unless they start doing segments backstage of, oh, I don't want to risk, I don't want to risk, they start doing that nonsense, there is no excuse for bigger names than I'm not digging at Tony Nese because he is one hell of a professional wrestler. But Wardlow needs to be wrestling bigger guys higher on the card. They can make, because we all know Wardlow can go 10, 15, 20 minutes. I've it's got, not a problem I've got him. one right now. Let's do a Lance Archer Wardlow That feud. would be great. And, and let's, you know. Let Everybody that, dies. That, Lance Archer Wardlow feud with Jay Roberts on the side. That's We can do that for a while. We, that, yeah. There'd be nothing wrong with Just that. something. Or, yeah. Imagine a Lance Archer and I think that's the problem, Wardlow like, tag team. Because it's... Or Darby Allen. Why don't you want to know that? TNT title. Yeah. Like, yeah. why did Darby Allen just give up on the TNT title? It was Because so he would him. die. That's true. But he wouldn't care. But it's like, you that's look true. back at it, it's like, it was going so... The, the TNT title was fire. Fire. And then Scorpio Sky got it. 
and they stopped booking it properly. And then they're still not booking it properly all this time, and there's nobody gunning for it. And and, and the TBS title is falling into this same thing because there's not enough women on the roster that are gunning for Jade Cargill's title. And and you almost forget that Wardlow is the TNT champion. You do. He's not. He should be on. It was. He was. It was defended every week almost before. I understand we're going for this kind of Goldberg vibe, but get out of the Goldberg vibe because let's be honest. Wardlow in wrestling ability is far more talented than Goldberg. Far more. Far should, they more. Have, should they have had Lethal taken off there? No, hell no. It's he should be the champion. They just yeah. need to be doing more. He should it's, be on TV every week like it was. Should most of his title defenses be a couple of minutes? Yeah, of course. But right now we're getting like a minute. But we need we need him to wrestle a Scorpio Sky or a Darby Allen or a Jungle Boy or a Max Caster. Somebody with name, value, and recognition because we know who Tony Nese is. We've been watching him for years. But who? But the casual well, fan that got drugged by their wrestling fan friend, mom, lover, or whatever has no, no idea. idea who Tony Nese is. Well, and here's the thing: only morons like us do. <laughs> I resent that. Kind of. I second that. Yeah, same. Second, my father. Uh, yes. Well, yes. here's here's the thing. Look at look at their situation now too. Like your world champion is gone, your world championship is up for grabs. That title right there should be the most important thing on your show for the next what three weeks, five weeks, something like that. Because yeah. look at Raw. How many times have we seen Bobby Lashley in the last five weeks? Uh, in a minute. It's, well, no, we've seen him quite a bit actually. That's true. He's had at least two titles. He wasn't on last. He was on last week, but not this week. He's had at least two titles. He had titles. a quick backstage promo with Rollins this week. Um, yeah. But they had the number one champion, number one contendership match to fight him. Then they had that match. He's had another championship match after that. He's now booked for a match with Seth Rollins. That's what they need to be doing with Wardlow is make that title mean something. Well, not only that, but like, there's no excuse for it because the roster's so big and so many people don't get used. So this, I think this is another problem caused by Cody leaving. What's that? The, the issues with the TNT title. I think he had more input than we know of how that oh, title absolutely. was booked. Absolutely, it meant something. It meant something. Now. It it just doesn't. It's not the same. And I was I'm a huge Wardlow fan. Uh, right. I've said it many times on this show. I almost jumped through my shoes when me and Jason met him just randomly outside after the show in Columbus. But it's it's losing its luster yeah. and it was shines off him. It shouldn't it shouldn't have. Like someone that's that got over well, that it's, organically it's... for one. Because they were not pushing Wardlow. And he got over before they were ready to push him. Well, it's funny, too, because you look at the time whenever Cody was there and the guys that were fighting for that title, it was everybody that was usually in the U.S. title opportunity or the Intercontinental title picture. Because those guys understood what those titles meant. Yeah. And I They're the workhorse titles. This whole mixed AAA champions with Sammy, I think that's hurting stuff, too. Yeah, there's too many belts. He used to care. It's, it's not even that, but he used to care about other stuff. Like no, like whether you like that was a white. Yeah, I'm talking about like, Yeah, whether you like Sammy Guevara or not, he's one hell of a wrestler. Sure, and he cared about that title like Cody did. 
Miro did. Miro had a decent run. Darby no, Allen no, had a Miro decent had, run. I thought Scorp- Miro had a great run. Yeah, yeah but just, Scorpio Sky, even though it wasn't the great. last run before Cody left, I feel like he had the, the last like strong TNT title run. And then we started putting on Dan Lambert. Yeah, oddly, and it and got all weird. And now where is Scorpio Sky? And the rest, hey, Dan Lambert. Ethan, pa- Ethan yeah. Page is with. It doesn't make sense. He's a name. Why is he with John Morris? Not John Morrison, but. John W. Morrissey yeah. and all those other guys. Like, it doesn't make sense. And, Ethan and, Page could be a by himself. And then the booking of the matches, Goldberg is booked that way to hide his limitations. It's been Wardle that way for Right. The, that's what I'm saying. Goldberg was booked that way because he had to be. Yeah. And now you're limiting Morlow instead of doing him the favor of hiding anything because he's 10 times the rest of the Goldberg is. Like, that's just. You know, because they do have similar charisma, they do have they a similar have vibe, that and energy. Just going to destroy you. But Goldberg, but, but you can't fool it. us yeah. when we've seen him yeah. go off in yeah. a match against Luchasaurus. Yeah. Like, I know, right? Like yeah. completely tear the yeah. roof with moon salts so, and Frankenstein, right. Seven foot tall dudes. Like so you're cutting his knees off, but trying to book him like Goldberg. Because if Goldberg could do that, Bischoff wouldn't book him that way. Vince wouldn't book him that way. And I assume Triple H, if he books him, will book him that way. Cutting this spite your face. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't make any sense because Wardlow, wrestling-wise, is better than Goldberg has ever thought about being. Treat him as such. Let him be, let him be the star. Like, he can be what Brian Cage should have been. <laughs> Brian Cage, same thing. Stop booking him like we have to. Stop doing the traditional monster booking when these guys are, you know, we, t- we, we marvel at running backs or linebackers that, move like half their size why can't we do the same thing in wrestling we can and we know we can but for some reason we got triple h and right now tony khan going do what we did years ago unless you're luchasaurus yeah. just stay on your feet please. yeah it just because it just doesn't make any sense because the only thing to compare warlow to is goldberg or maybe early 90s undertaker just very quick boom boom and it doesn't make any sense because Wardlow is better than both of them, and at that point, and it does him a disservice. I yep, think. it cuts it cuts his knees off. We yeah. know, we know how great he can be, and Tony knows it, and so we got to shift that. It, and plus, it's an insult to half your roster if he's just going to run through everybody. Let somebody let's tell the story in that ring. Well, and I think that's why he's squashing who he's squashing right now. But I that's hope got, that's got to stop. He can't keep you know. He just can't keep squashing people. Uh, Even he can take win. away from my perspective of what wrestling should. That hurts your roster. They how bad have they hurt the women's roster? Because Jade Cargill is run through We're everybody, everybody. even Athena of all people. That it should have died. died to Jade Cargill, yeah, who can wrestle. Like my opinion on Jade, decides. circles around circles. Jade. I like Jade, but yeah, Athena is so much more polished. And, and yeah, you could say maybe she won't. Get as much learning on the job if you take it from her now. It, but that doesn't mean their feud's over if Athena takes the title. It's similar to if you fed Chad Gable to Goldberg. Great. Fantastic. But he can wrestle circles around mm-hmm. you. Why are you feeding him? You know, it, because Athena is not established enough to afford that law. She's not Dolph Ziggler. When Ricochet and Brock Lesnar wrestled, Why we were all not, like, oh yeah, my God, this is going to be amazing. Great. Brock is so good with guys that are 200 pounds or less. Like, this is going to be sweet. And then it was, and frankly, Kofi Kofi. Kingston, yeah, Kofi. Him and Kofi. Why didn't we have a legit like he's your champion? At least show he's got heart Heart or something. God, like I I don't get it. And so I'm a little lost on that. Like they've gotten better with Brock at least, but like even that was 
And so I just don't like just you you have so much more in in Wardlow. Let's let's use it. It's there. It's he can be he can be one of the pillars we talk about. Like, say what you, you want even about Roman. Like yeah, he's beating everybody. But even in those matches, they're giving it the opportunity to sure. show. Yeah, they're going. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's not a yeah, it's not a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm getting paid. And you know, it's not pin me, pay me, you know, old school job squad. Especially, especially this last match in Cardiff, like that went on a long time. And and frankly, that's been happening. You know, look at look at Kevin Owens with last man standing match. You know, how long did that go? Especially I, at that point where Kevin wasn't that he was going I, through it. I think they justified like it's it's a way to justify him not being around every week, and why everybody's not all mad like they were about Brock Lesnar because. We're getting, not getting half an hour, 45-minute matches out of the guy when he's on these live events. Yeah, you're not getting, like, ten suplexes and three and fives. Yeah, and then and not that there's up. anything wrong with that. There is. I don't know. That first time? That first time? With John Cena? Yeah, yeah it was. first time, that was a chef's kiss. Not, nothing like the first. Well, I, again, I, I'll defend that because I believe Brock Lesnar can do that. I don't but believe yeah. Roman Reigns can do it. Just because he can doesn't mean he should. If we want authenticity, I'm just saying. Maybe you should have talked to CM Punk before two Sundays ago. And so, it, <laughs> it's, it is. He, would, it's pretty, he, does, it's he wouldn't want advice. my opinion then. He doesn't want it now. <laughs> it's, it is. It's just, uh, we're in a weird spot. Hopefully, Tony gets it figured out. We got to move her along a little bit here. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're slacking. Are we going to predict the matches for tomorrow? Yeah, why not? Okay, do we do that right now? Sure. Okay. Matches for tomorrow. Oh. All right. There's matches for tomorrow. Take us through tomorrow. it, McCarthy. Take a, take a quick gander. Take us through it to all those watching at home at the brackets for tomorrow. McCarthy, feed it to us. We got Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley. To I, determine who will wrestle in New York in I, the tennis arena. I've for got the World Heavyweight Championship. I've got Jericho versus Moxley. That's what you got. What do you got? I'm going to give the one I want to see and then the one I think it's going to be. I want to see Danielson and Mox or Danielson and Guevara. I think it's going to be Danielson and Moxley. I think it comes down to Danielson and Moxley. I think it. I think. I think it comes down to Jericho and Moxley. I think Jericho wins. I'll tell you why. This is a time of we need stability in this company. There is no one more stable than Chris Jericho. That's fair. That is a good point. Danielson might get hurt. He's much more likely to it. John Moxley, some personal issues. You know, He's supposed to take a vacation anyway. <laughs> Chris Jericho is stability. Chris Jericho mm-hmm. is, I can get us through the storm. Even if it's a quick transition run to full gear. It's to get us through the thick of this storm. Mm-hmm. And when, 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 when the rain turn, goes from, you know, right now it's raining like hell. It's, it's, it's raining outside like hell. Not literally. But when it turns into, all right, it's a light drizzle to a sprinkle, we'll move on. But right now we need stability. Jericho's it. Put the belt on him. I mean, it's fair. Guevara versus either one of those would be cool. Money. Money. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we'll touch on Rampage real quick. Smojo's back. Yay! Uh, he's going to defend the Rainwater TV title next week against... Sorry, my phone died. Josh Briggs. I feel like I've heard the name, but I can't picture him. Yeah. Who? Josh Briggs. 
Wasn't he on NXT? I don't know. Maybe. I feel, I, I, I feel like I've I heard him. He was in the tag team somewhere. on NXT. Sammy Guevara defeated Darby Allin. Don't know. I don't like that booking. What's Darby doing? I, I don't know. I would have had Darby. Yeah, that's but what I think what they're... Like, I don't think Darby wins the tournament. I'm saying no, get this one yeah, win. get this one win. Yeah. Uh, and then a banger of a match between Claudio and Dax Harwood retain. You know, he retained it. Uh, the promo beforehand was even great, and usually they're a little cringy. Uh, it, just everything. And then I liked that Regal showed an extra seriousness and respect for Dax to come on down and get in the traditional manager's role. Just that little subtle, this is, you need my guidance here. That's how good Dax Harwood is. Yes. It's a nice, subtle tip of the cap to him. And again, similar to uh, similar to Gargano and Gable, if you don't like this, something's wrong. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. But I thought down. this was the match of the week. I thought this was better it than was. Gable Gar- because the story was a little bit more there. William Regal did a great job in that pre-match promo, quickly telling you why this is, you know, why this matters. Uh, any thoughts on that match before we move it along? I mean, there's not really much more I can say than what you did. I mean, hands down, my only thought is Dax Harwood is a singles champion in the making, and you don't even have to split up FTR to do it, I don't think. All right, we're going to play a quick game we call Running the Ropes. Running the Ropes. Did you say Josh Briggs? Did I say? Yeah, Briggs. Maybe that wasn't his name. I don't know. I didn't write it down. Who says he's still on NXT? Hmm. Well, it's, oh, what, yeah. what the hell is his name? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, look it up for me. Yeah, okay. my phone's dead. There's not much I can do. Yeah. Running the Ropes. Running the ropes. Anywho, we're going to play that quick game. And what it is, essentially, we touch on some of the rumors that have come across and we give some quick thoughts on them, a little PTI style. Pardon that interruption, you know what I'm saying? All right, so first, StarCast, Conrad Thompson, filed to trademark Super Clash. Do you take this as a sign that we we all kind of we started to speculate, and then maybe it was maybe it's just a one off for next year. Does this further cement the idea that he's getting in the full fledged wrestling promoting business as far as a full time territory of any sort, McCarthy? Oh, I'm gonna tope suicide that to a yes. All right, how about you? He he trademarked the old Super Clash used to be an AWA big event pay per view. Uh, what about you? Do you think this is a further sign that Conrad is looking to get full-time in this rationum business? Yes, I do. So and by the way, it was Josh Woods. Josh Woods, sorry, not Josh Briggs. because Josh Briggs is still in it. Uh, pardon me. Well, who is Josh Woods? I don't know. I don't know either. But he's huh? going to wrestle Samoa over the Ring of Honor TV Championship next week on Rampage. We'll and talk about it. It doesn't matter because he's going to die after that. Oh, I, I don't know. Joe gets hurt a lot. Um, That's true. Um, might, might, might hurt a pinky toe or something. Wow. All kidding aside, for nostalgia's sake, CM Punk versus Mojo one more time would be cool hey, if we get through this. If we get through this. If we get through this. It would be cool. That would be kind of cool. One more time if we get through it. Uh, so, do you think that means Conrad's getting in full-time promoting a weekly show? Yep. So, all right. Next on the Running the Ropes Segment again. Quick, quick thoughts. Triple H is not changing Vince's plan for Roman. Reportedly, the plan is Roman's going to hold those belts until WrestleMania and even defeat The Rock. Uh, any thoughts on that, McCarthy? I don't think he's changing anything about that. He's keeping it. Damn it! I don't think he is, and I don't think he really should. Like, I just don't. They have. They I, had a plan going into it. 
do I think Drew should have won yeah. at Cardiff? Yes. Hell yes, I do. Hell yes, I do. But if you weren't going to pull it then, oh well. Yeah. Keep it going. Because there's no one else right now. No one. The I feel like they're holding out hope for certain things to happen. They, they want The Rock, then he loses The Rock. Here's my. Comment. I don't think he's going to lose both to The Rock. No, you're right. You're right. He because the report is right. they want yeah. two champions going you're, into WrestleMania 39. You're you're right. He's. I don't think he's going to lose The Rock at all. I I, I misspoke. I think he's going to hold him. He's going to lose his final belt or both on the penalty bucket at SummerSlam against Cody. Because after WrestleMania, there's no big event that unless you're going to throw in a Saudi show, which is possible, because uh, they kind of go there in the summer times usually. But lately, they've waited until either early in the year or late in the year because of the cluster that was the June show that had Taker Goldberg, but everybody complained it was too hot and miserable. I mean, if um, it's me, Cody beats him at Royal Rumble. You have Cody and Seth at WrestleMania for the titles because for F and sakes, Roman Reigns and The Rock does not need a championship to make oh, it feel no. any bigger. Rick Flair, Rick, Rick Flair disagrees with you for what it's worth. He said that the, he said that he wants because I listened to Rick Flair's podcast. You know, he said that Drew should have won unless Rock is coming to be in the match. Nice job! Wow. Uh, unless unless Rock is coming to he be is. a place. To, to I know, Buster. Because he said the name, he said heavyweight championship kind of needs to be in that match. That was Ric Flair's opinion. Um, but th- that's, I can see that, but like, th- I don't think they need the heavyweight championship. I hear and, you. I, and I don't think that they're the only ones that can carry it into that match. I think Cody and Seth would be, you can't call it like on the same level of story because of family and lineage and history and everything else when it comes to Roman and The Rock. Sure. But I think we get a better story that we all want to see with Seth and Cody. That's like, fair. sure, we want to see Roman and The Rock wrestle each other. It doesn't need to be for the title. Like, and, and I'll go back to this every single time we talk about this. The Rock and Hulk Hogan did not have a title on the line, and it did not need it at all, and it should have gone on last. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I think they end up having a match with him, Seth, maybe Kevin Owens, and maybe Drew one more time in like a fatal four-way. And that's how you get the belt off of it. Because uh, report is they don't even want Roman to lose. Yeah. So he's going to lose probably in like a fatal four-way or a triple threat. I don't know how it's going to go. It's going to, it's going to be tough. Um, for, or we do the Seth Rollins thing where Theory cashes in, the match becomes a triple threat, and he pins whoever is in the match. Uh, fr- frankly, if you want to do the Rock-Roman thing, uh, Rock's been getting hurt in every match he wrestles in these days. I would split up the Usos, one pick Roman, one pick the Rock, have Roman beat the Rock, middle of the ring, and tag team match. Just that to, might be easy. Just as big, tells the story, and saves Rock. And frankly, Roman, some some use. All right, uh, next on down the line, uh, some rumors are floating out there that Goldberg could be returning for Crown Jewel. Uh, there, there was some reporting that that WWE is in early plan, you know, early thoughts and negotiations. And two names mentioned is Veer Mahan and Omos to to face Goldberg in November Crown Jewel. I'll start here. I don't buy it. Number one, neither one could could work with Goldberg. I don't think Goldberg would agree to work with either one of them. Because they're not big enough in his eyes. Secondly, I don't think Goldberg rushes for the WWE again as long as Triple H is, is in charge. He, Goldberg is the antithesis of what, what Triple H likes about professional wrestling. They've had some issues in the past, been a lot of years, but still, 
I don't think we see Goldberg in a WWE ring again, at least in the wrestling capacity, ever as long as Triple H is around. What do you make of those rumors? Uh, Goldberg, Crown Jewel. If I'll... those are his opponents, hell no. Hell no. Goldberg won't wrestle them. for the for Not even for the simple fact that they're not big enough, because they're not. Um, but almost isn't big enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, he's been very clear of how he may have been a little undertrained. He's, he's admitted that he was pushed a little fast. Mm-hmm. It, I think that would be why he wouldn't wrestle them. Well, that and his last match against the big guy in Saudi, did things that didn't go very well. Well, that's fair. Well, Bobby Lashley's no small man. <laughs> that's dude, that's true. No, I forgot they. Yeah, I forgot they. And Braun Strowman didn't go horribly. No. Uh, and so was that in Saudi? But but I mean, let's be real here. Whether we like Veer Mahan and Omos or not, you know those those other two names we mentioned. Yeah, they're they're not kind of up here. They're not safe enough to to, and they're not. They're not safe enough to get Goldberg through it, and they're not good enough to make Goldberg look good. No. That's important to Bill. It, it, I mean, whether it should be important or should, to every, it should be important to every single person that steps in that um, ring. Safety and making each other look good. That's so, your job. So let's. Let, so we don't buy that those two are going to be it. Do you? No. Buy, do you believe? Do either one of you believe? I'll start with you, Travis. Do either one of you believe that Goldberg will be booked and used as a wrestler in the Triple H era of WWE? Because I don't. Start with yes. you, Napper. Yes, I do. Do you think he's on the card for Crown Jewel? Yes. What I think that's the only time he's used because. The crown prince likes nostalgia, yeah. so you use Goldberg. But here's the thing: Triple H's crafty. Yep. Never said like if, if he pushes to have Goldberg on the card, yeah. says you have to book Goldberg in a match. <laughs> you can just come out, spear, jackhammer, ball game, call it a day, and it's like five minutes. There, there's your Goldberg. Everybody win. Goldberg gets paid. Eh? Goldberg's fans are happy because they saw him do the spear and the jackhammer. Probably do it to Austin Theory because everybody hates him right now. So there's another win. I hope you're listening, Hunter, because these are great ideas coming out of my mouth he's, right now. He's sitting at ringside and just decides do you, to do it. Do, just you think, do you think that Goldberg wrestles another match in Triple H's WWE? I think, so. I think you brought, yeah, maybe. I'm talking Bell, but you know, however long does he get you know does he get used in a match capacity in Triple H's WWE? Because I don't believe so. No, I do. No. I think I think run-ins are right now are the way for Goldberg to go. I'm I'm not talking about. I don't think whether it's the right call or not. I don't think Triple H will book him because I don't think he's he's any value. I think he will because there's a lot of money on the line, and we don't know what those contracts that Vince signed with Saudi say. Well, like I told him, at some point when it comes down to that stuff, it might not be up to him. Well, because like, he does feel like that booking is kind of shared for these Saudi shows. The, the Crown Prince has a say in who's there. What and do you like, he, pal? And, well, and like like I said to him. He's still got two bosses that can be like, hey, we're getting paid a lot of money, so... We kind of have to... We kind of have to include him. Well, I hope that both of you gentlemen are right, because you know I like to see a Goldberg match, but I, I, I've i lost hope. Yeah, how do you feel about that? We both gave him a decision he would still like. Uh, and I disagree and with you. Cru- included Goldberg. I know, it's weird. And I, and I disagree <laughs> with I never you. should have listened to that talk as Jericho. I know! So now I'm all screwed up when it comes to Goldberg. And I disagree with you, because I don't think we see Goldberg wrestle in WWE again. I don't at all. I think we might wow. see him, but I, I don't think he'll ever... wrestle. Can I, you timestamp this I, show because that that so, needs replayed? I don't think I don't think he has another match in WWE. We'll see. Wow. And, and finally, Bucks and Omega sending out <laughs> really feelers to 
WWE, do you buy those rumors? Have you seen them? I'll start with you, Travis. I have seen it. I do not buy it because they themselves have denied those rumors. What about you? Do you think they sent out any fillers to WWE? I don't know if they exactly would call them fillers. I think there was maybe a a lot of free time. I'm going to talk to some of my friends. Well, and that's and it was just a conversation because Meltzer Meltzer put out something that they they he had talked to them and they said. They've talked to people in WWE. It doesn't mean they've put up. Yeah, because they have friends. Yeah, they've got a whole bunch of friends over there. They just talk to their friends. So they didn't inquire at all about what an opportunity might look like. I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. and Because I don't know if... I think it's going to take at least a year, maybe two, for Kenny to see the process of Triple H. Because he turned down the WWE before. Because he didn't like what they were going to more than likely do with his character. Or honestly, he strip fit, it completely. He would fit the mold now. He would. But he's got to wait and see. And I think the Young Bucks kind of fit too. But yeah. he, would ha- he has to wait. They, they all have to wait and see. Well, plus, their contract runs till like... 2024. Yeah. 2024. It's a while. Is that Kenny's too? And I mean, yeah. I think they all sign deals around the same time. And as much as I love Kenny Omega, he ain't Cody. So you have to be 100% sure that this is what you want to do if you leave your EVP status, if that's even still a thing now. All right. I think the thing for that is they would both not be EVP, so it would be a little bit easier because then they can just go back to being friends. (laughs) Because now... No, I don't mean like... I mean like... So, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. If WWE... Wouldn't have resigned because WWE wouldn't have resigned him, but he wanted to leave AEW. Cody Rhodes would be fine yeah. in the states. Kenny would have to go back to Japan. That's what I mean by he's not as much as I love and respect yeah. Kenny Omega. In the states, he is not Cody Rhodes. Right. He's not You're right. So Billy Corgan went back on the brink, struck to Cody Rhodes. He yep. put the whole promotion on his back. Mm-hmm. Because it's Cody. Yep. And we yep. all know how damn good he is. WWE, is that where they have all the Wii LC matches? Yes. yes. The Wii LC matches. Those are some of my favorites. And finally, I know we're going a little over, but I feel like we've got to touch on two more things. Oh, yeah. uh, what are we doing with Braun Strowman? He, he didn't speak. He destroyed the Alpha Academy. On what are, we doing, what are we doing with him? I feel like... This is more fantasy booking. I feel for like me. there's no plan for him right now. I think there is. Okay. I, I think it's more me just wanting it to be reality. So I think we're fantasy booking this, and if I'm fantasy booking this, I saw a a meme that somebody made that he's going to form a tag team with Eric Redbeard, which then sets up against the Usos, which then sets up for a feud against the Bloodline, because guess who else comes back? And we have Wyatt family. I like that. I do. Uh, but but hear me out. It's a great idea. I don't think um, it's happening. I think... I think the Eric Redbeard thing could happen. I don't know about the Bray Wyatt. I, because he's not really doing anything. I think that you steer him in the direction, if he still wants to wrestle, to Brock Lesnar. Because I think that would be... It would be like when Big Show and Brock used to wrestle each other, a grizzly bear fighting a freaking gorilla, and it would be amazing. Five points if you can guess who's who. 
Between what? A I'm grizzly gonna, bear and what? A grizzly bear and a gorilla. I'm going to assume the bronze the grizzly bear. Yeah! Yeah, I was going to say, Brock's definitely the gorilla. So that's what. That's how because I because Brock has more mobility. When, so he's, he's, that's how you equate those matches between the Big Show. And it would Brock. be like Gunther and Sheamus, just a lot more violence. But is that what you think they're doing? What? Because no, do you feel do, no? Me, but that's what to they me it feels do. like. There's no plan for Brock. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Sounds, just like there's no plan for Alexa Bliss. Sounds like a guy I know had to get his people back before Tony stole him. I don't think Tony was ever going to take Braun. No. I don't no, think that was going to be with, a thing. Not with the crap he said about him. Yeah, I don't think anybody else wanted Braun except his own company, Control Your Narrative. Yeah. Um, all right. And then lastly, we got to touch on Ronda Rousey's going to face Liv Morgan again. Again. I, I know that it's a different guy booking, but the last two weeks it felt so Vince like it's stupid. As long as it's not... Because she cannot beat Liv Morgan. That defeats the purpose of everything they've done. We shouldn't be having the match. We sh- you're right, we shouldn't be, but we are. Liv Morgan has to win. You want to be honest... What and she match, needs to make a statement. I, I disagree that we shouldn't have the match. Ronda because the wasn't there a controversial ending there, to there that match? There was controversy and blah, 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 blah. No, not blah, 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 blah. That's reason to have the damn match. Fine, But she's fine. in a bigger feud right now with Adam Pierce. Frankly, I'd have booked that. But <laughs> I would too. They, she has to look the way she did against Shayna. We can't have this meek Liv Morgan going up against Ronda Rousey again. <clears throat> yeah. She needs to look the way she did against Shayna. Yeah. Then, then I won't care. If she looks like that, the Liv Morgan we know she can be and not some timid, oh my God, it's Ronda Rousey. Like, that was the biggest bunch of BS I've ever seen. I mean, it is Ronda Rousey. I feel like... I, like I, she hasn't fought people just as dangerous as Ronda Rousey in that company. But, but here's my problem Here's my problem with this match. She fought Becky. Here's my problem with this match. They're either I'm Ronda, taking Ronda in a real fight I'm, over Becky. We're, we are talking sure. professional wrestling, sir. Not real fights. But... You mean this is predetermined you mean, ones? You mean it's not real? I say it's predetermined. But here's how here's how here's how I look at it. Okay. Here's here's why I think there's a problem. Yeah. You either are booking Ronda Rousey to win, or you're booking a screwball finish. Because there's no way Liv Morgan's putting her is winning clean, even though she should. I don't, I don't think I don't think Ronda's gonna go with that. Oh well. Especially because they want Ronda to be. You've seen the reports to be the female Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar wouldn't get beat clean. So we're either getting another screwball finish or Ronda's winning. Either we're way, it's a sucks. screwball finish because I don't think Ronda wants to be in the world title picture anymore. Well, either way, it sucks. Your champion can't beat your. Like, right now. Way what, too, if, what if Shayna involves herself? Way too soon prediction. I think Ronda's winning. I don't. Way too soon. I, you know, I'll I see how the story wins. goes. I think it's too short of a reign. And. and but they want they want Ron, you've seen the reports that want Ronda to be the female Brock Lesnar. That's the, the Triple H and seventies idea. Well, they don't book Lesnar to almost ever lose clean. He he had to be look like King Kong, and then did he really lose clean? He had a table buried on top by the whole bloodline. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. I've only seen Ronda have fun in the ring that one time at WrestleMania. Yep, that one time. She's never having fun. It, her character is not what I'm referring to. 
regardless of what your character is, how stern-faced or heelish you're supposed to be, you can tell when a wrestler is out there having fun. She yep. shouldn't be a heel. She really shouldn't. No, I, I, I think she's better as a heel, but she doesn't. She she I, she's I think not. She is too, but I don't think she wants to be one right now. She doesn't she, have a choice. She shouldn't be. Her, because the fans that the one of the few things that they have done is they listened. Yeah. We turned on that real quick because she's terrible at being a baby face. Frankly, I don't know if she should be in the business right now because it feels like I don't think she yeah. should. Either. I don't think she has the passion for it. I don't think, and then she, that's when, what I mean. Her first run, she I had the passion for with it. that. What? But she doesn't have the passion for it. She looks so disinterested. She does in everything she's doing. I see nothing fun. Her, that whole first year, I was her. her Ronda, she doesn't have passion Ronda for Ronda Rousey. If they it, keep there's booking a, her in situations that she doesn't want to be in, that's not But her. that's an excuse that's for Ronda, but not other wrestlers that we've talked about, like Claudio Castanolo. We've had this conversation about him and why he isn't getting pushed and why he can't talk and this, that, and the other. But when it's him, oh, he's just got to do the best he can with what he's given. But when it's Ronda Rousey, she's who gotta, the hell? She's got to do her job like She made else. a name herself of herself in MMA. Not pro wrestling. We can't keep giving her all this slack that we don't give these other guys slack that have been doing it forever. Yep. I, I have to agree with you on this one. And and she she wrestles starkly starkly differently now than she did during that whole first run when she was injuring people. She wrestles completely differently. There is no fun in anything that she yeah. does. It just doesn't look like yeah. she's out there because having fun. And at, that's that's the main thing about pro wrestling. If you're not out there having fun, you shouldn't be out there because you're going to get yourself hurt. Because she was having so much fun that first one. Remember, she couldn't even do her signature like pre-match face. Yeah. The pre-fight face she's known for. She couldn't do it hardly the first six months or so because she was having an absolute bowl of what she was doing. And she takes what we say way too personally. That's why I don't like her. Because, way too because personal. Because that's why I'm not a fan. Not like us per se, yeah. but like the fans. Oh, if, you are, if you are seeing this, I don't like you. Um, that's just how She's a great it. fighter. Yeah, just absolutely. come to Columbus and kick his ass. I just, I, I just want to see. Su- I'll sue you quicker than CM Punk. I just want to see if we're gonna have Ronda on TV. I want to see the Ronda that was here the first time. I have no problem with Ronda. No problem with Ronda being yeah. champion after a little bit because Liv Morgan earned at least a four month. I agree. At least, at the very least, I agree with you. But it's just it doesn't come off as legitimate. It doesn't. Say, oh wow, that might have been real there for a second. Like nothing yeah. that Rhonda's been doing on this run screams, "I love this business." Completely agree. It, it screams, "Give me did a I, check." I'm going. Yeah, home. Did I ever expect her to be great on the microphone? Hell no. How long did it take Brock to get great on the microphone? Twenty years, exactly. So I never expected that, but I expect to see love and passion and fun when you're out there, and I don't see that from her. Final question goes to Napper, and we're done. Why do you think that she has the spot, the 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 pool to be okay if she's not enjoying? Because you said, "Well, give her things she wants to do," or, or you know, what I'm talking. You know, I'm paraphrasing what you said. You know, what I'm talking about. You said to some extent, "We'll stop booking her stuff she doesn't want to do." Right? To some mm-hmm. extent, that's what he said. Why does she get that when you know Claudio, like we've talked about, has got to you know suck it up, deal with it, and countless other guys. Why does she? Why does she get that grace? Do you recall saying that? Is that how you feel? He said it five minutes. I think ago. we upset him somehow. somehow. Are you okay, buddy? Yep. All right. I think he's mad at me. No, 
Amen. Okay. I don't believe him at all. With that, we'll see if McCarthy Manor is ever going to be the same. What's the word? Again? Again. <laughs> and uh, we're done here. And uh, we'll see what happens with the all-out media scrum. We'll see what happens with CM Punk. We'll see what happens with Ronda. I'm in it for the money, Rousey. And, ho- and apparently, host. we're going to find out what the uh, happens after the two the turnbuckle media scrum because someone is angry over there. Yeah, he's over here just losing his mind. Watch out, Twitter! This could get this could get flat and nasty, boys. We'll see you next week. Be well. See you in the ring. Ding ding. Because I like that graphic, that's why. Oh. <laughs> you okay, buddy? Yeah, I'm just tired. I didn't have an answer. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have an answer. <laughs> Damn, you. Professionalism at its finest. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> Instead of trying to make something up, you're just like, fuck it. Fuck it. I didn't have an answer. <sighs> Ugh, I'm tired. My brother wants to know if you can use your bathroom. Yep. Is he here now? Yeah.